it's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcast. Okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> It's the Ben's Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind I'm not a girl not yet a woman, but I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't finish it. It's the, I can't it's finish the always, it's always, always, always. Finish me. I can't finish it. I don't ask me to guess that song because I I don't. You don't know not. I'm I'm. What's the song? Jojo? Not that kind of girl. Oh no, no, not Jojo. No. But another another white girl in her teenage years sang it. Oh, Britney. There we go. Come on, <laughs> Britney Spears. What other white girl was in her teenage years? <laughs> well, many of them. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Numerous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, gee, talking about... Okay, I'm not even going to go into Christina Aguilera because just based on the conversation we were having before, I'm not going to go about Christina Aguilera, but yeah. Well, okay then. So, um, yeah. Welcome, welcome then to another episode of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, that's right, Suck Your Mom. And you have got a special, special treat this week, but I'll first let Sadiq introduce himself. Well, I'm Sadiq, but I'm just excited for our guest. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest is is Africa's finest. Ghana's finest. Ghana's finest. also Africa's finest. I wanted to start there, Africa's finest and going to Ghana. I was even going to say, I might change my name to Nigeria's finest, because whenever anyone addresses you, they're complimenting you. They're like, hi, Ghana's finest. It's true, exactly. It's like affirmations (laughs) right there. Audrey, Audrey, Audrey. Hello, do you know what? It was, it was taking everything in my soul not to speak. <laughs> I was just like, oh, do I let me, let me wait and be introduced because I just talk way too much. And do you know what? It was so funny hearing Sadiq get the songs wrong, live and direct. <laughs> because I'm not going to lie to you. At one point I was thinking, no, is this just like part of it now? Like that he gets it wrong on purpose, but no. I really try my he best. He said Jojo with all of his chest. <laughs> and we were just talking about the person just before we went on air. <laughs> so I literally right. led you right. to it. Exactly. Oh, but you could have made it easy. You could have done, hit me, baby, one more time. I wasn't going to give you that because that's too, that's too much. Okay, but you see, that would have, if you want me to get it right, you need to give me something easy. You, you probably, that, that cut was probably from an, a throwaway album that nobody That asked really wasn't no. from, no. That oh, was, we we that was, the, that was the soundtrack. So it, was on the same, it was on the same album, I'm sure. Okay, <laughs> we're just going to move forward. Yeah, let's just move forward because this embarrassment is embarrassing. But, um, yes, uh, oh, did I say my name? Yeah, obviously, you should know by now. It's me, Kalechi, in the Rascal Up place to be. But um, now, Audrey, it's a massive, massive honour to have you. No, the honour is all mine. Is that how you say it? The honour is all mine? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm gassed because I love this podcast. Like, I literally live for this podcast. Monday morning, crusting my eyes, I'm ready. I'm like, I am ready. And literally, when Kalechi's like, oh, there's not going to be an episode next week, I'm like, okay, in the diary. There's not going to be an episode. So just so you know, you don't wake up and everybody knows I love this podcast I love you like I stand and I always post it on my Instagram so I need yes. to let the people them know like get involved like please like please like what like do you know what I mean so no I'm so gassed to be here when Kalechi messaged me I was like Kalechi was like oh where can I email you I was like bitch <laughs> 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 
oh, this week or two weeks? I was like, no, no, no this no, week. No, so I'm gassed. I'm so happy to be no, here. No, it, it, means, it, means, uh, it means a lot, man. It means a lot because I just think that you're incredible. Mm. Like, uh, your vibes, <laughs> like, there aren't many people that have the vibe that you have. Like, you're oh, genuinely great vibes. Like, I live for your jokes. Your duck joke is my favourite. <laughs> no one can tell me. Like, the Receipts podcast <laughs> is a mad thing. Like, it's, I'm so, so, so thankful that you, all of three of you exist. Um, and there's just an energy that you bring to life. Mm. I don't know if it's because of our age range, but there's just a vibe that you bring that mm. I'm just like, I resonate with that from growing up around the same time or yeah. doing all the same things I'm like yeah 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 100% yeah. I do think I represent for the older girls that are like it's a weird time because we're older but we're not old yes do you know what I mean so we're kind of on this weird cusp where we can relate to everything that the youngers are doing yeah but we're not in their age in their we're age not, we're not so that I feel like that yeah so I feel like being on that cusp is nice like people can relate so I love that because everyone's not 21 no no <laughs> do you know what I mean some of us are grown some of us have been in the trenches mm. so it's nice to like have a voice and represent that group you really really do you really yeah. really do your Thank style's you. on point like you just always look so <laughs> fleeky but it's just you're, you're just a kind <laughs> genuinely genuinely Aww. kind person and, and I feel like yeah and I think <laughs> people don't deep it they really don't deep it because I think that they see a brand or they see people and they don't genuinely deep the levels that somebody's just great vibes and that's that's literally what you represent i was listening to the um like the last episode of Mm. receipts and you're an airy son but they say that you're not confrontational i'm not so what are the rest of like (laughs) you must be like i don't know a libra rising i'm passive aggressive um so i don't know if that helps um yeah no i'm not confrontational at all like i don't like arguments i don't like i'm not even assertive really? so, no you must be like i don't know like a libra rising um moon I, what could your moon possibly be like gemini moon something that like you oh, it's something gemini, but eh? not a gemini moon and not a Gemini moon. No, I mean, I'm just not a huge fan of Gemini, so let's, let's... <laughs> <laughs> No, but in terms of, like, uh, yeah, I, I would just be so interested because I look at the, the, like, the structure of the receipts and I'm just like, that works because literally, like, you are the, um kind of like the sister signs to each other. Right. So you and Milena are, Li- um, no, um Tolly and Milena are Libras and yeah. you're an Aries. So they're Libra's son, you're an Aries son. So how you present well, no, how, how you are generally as characters, they complement each other. Right. I just think that the risings would be interesting to know, like your rising sign is how you appear in the world right. and why they perceive you to be like not confrontational because mm. I think that that's interesting because Aries have so much fire. Mm. Yeah, is it a fire sign, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know anything about star signs and stuff. Oh, you don't learn it there? Yeah, I don't know. I live for the tarot <laughs> because it's always so on point. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually scary. <laughs> and you know what? Kalechi one time just messaged me. She's like, oh, I really want to just do a reading for you. And it came at like the perfect time. And do you know understand how accurate it was? Wow. 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 Like it was to a T. Mm. It almost feels invasive sometimes. It's, it's like, who, like, who told you? Who told you to say that? You get punched up. Like I don't actually tell you. Literally, I was like, who was talking to you? Because the hell. 
but um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not confrontational, not at all. Like maybe I have it buried deep in my soul and I yeah. haven't channeled it yet. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised maybe, by that. Yeah, maybe, but like actually, that's a lie because if I need to be, I will be. Okay, that's what I find interesting. Yeah, if yeah. I need to be, and I, I will be. And I'll tell you, Melinda will tell you. There was one time where we did a live show. This was many years ago, and something happened, and it kind of just like something happened amongst like the team. Yeah. And I went off. Yes. Ooh. And even Tolly and Melena were just like, okay. Yeah, and they'd never seen it before. I went off like, and you know, like, you know, you're mad when you hit when you hit people with a, do you understand me? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I hit them with a, do you understand me? And everyone was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> right? That is what I mean. The yeah. power, the so impact. When it needs to come out, I guess it will come out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I think that it's the moon and the rising that's interesting. You probably just like, you know what, I'm going to give all of you enough rope to hang yourself. Like, you do what you're doing. But when now I speak, nobody should say that I'm speaking. Facts, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So now because we've got you, I just think that it would be great for you to do the... um, the tarot pool Ooh, for us this I'm week excited. so you can kind of set the pace for us like what do you think that we should um what the focus should be mm. and and then shuffle the cards and and you can you can spread it out there if you okay. want um so there's florida water for you there um in that bottle okay do i drink it no <laughs> uh, you, see, you see this is why i know what they're saying this is why i know what they're saying i don't even mean ask you i just want honestly i would just take one because it even smells nice as well <laughs> so Florida water is um, like, they call it Florida water, but it's a cologne type of thing. Okay. But it, it's what it's great for is that um, it cleanses your b- vibes. So basically before I do a reading, I would like rub it around my hands because mm. it um, cleanses your vibration. So it means that your um, readings are very, very accurate. Because okay. you know, we touch numerous things mm. in our day yes, and things yes, like yes. that. And then, then you go to just pick up the cards. What this does is that it cleanses that. I'm hitting the mic. So it cleanses that. So you, you get an accurate reading. So you could just have a little dab on your hand. It won't let you put too much anyway. Okay. So should I dab it Yeah. So you can grab that. What question do you think you want to put for the collective? Okay. So I want to just put it on my hand. And just rub it in your palm. Like rub it in my palm. Yeah. There you go. Ooh, that smells. It smells nice, isn't it? It's so refreshing. It yeah. church. Yeah, but they probably. I could talk for ages about the celestial church and um, the connections to tarot, but I'll be on. Yeah, it's really giving me. Yeah. <laughs> you feel, you feel giving me things. Yeah, it's giving me things. It's giving me sanitation. It's giving me. Mm, I feel like I can fight this old COVID. Too. It's giving me all the things. Um, okay, so what do I want to put out there? Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to know about certain energies of people in our lives okay and how do we determine whether those are good energies or bad energies well how do we determine whether we're supposed to invite people in or let them go okay does cool. that make sense yeah so one. grab the first um deck the bluish one. one yeah that's the modern um witch deck the lisa Stoll one that i really love because it's all like um femmes that are depicted in okay. it and then just shuffle yeah shuffle shuffle how you feel really and then you can just um however many come up but three you can place it there for me okay i'm gonna pick one from the tap yeah one from the middle. Yep. And one from the bottom. Okay. Nice. Okay. And then um, then the red deck. So that's the um, Wisdom of the Oracle deck. Um, so yeah, we'll get one card from there. So any, any card you want from that one. One from here. Yep. And then one from the Spiritual Seasoning for the Soul deck. <laughs> so 
forgot like, what kind of shuffling that was, boy. No, no, that's perfect. <laughs> she literally just took it out. <laughs> and so then um, you can line the three up. That's it. And then turn them over. Oh, nice. Interesting. Okay. Nice. Interesting that you did that. Nice. And then turn the other two. Yep. Okay. Nice. Okay. All right. So um, as you heard live and direct, Audrey was picking our cards there. Um, what I find interesting is that you turned the cards, the, the, the devil card was already facing me anyway, but then the nine of pentacles, I think, and then the strength card, you turned towards me. So I, just, just before reading, I would say that that's, again, I told you that Audrey was great vibes. So I'll just, I'll just reiterate that you turn them towards me to make it convenient for me to see the cards. So that rarely happens. People leave it facing where it's facing. Okay. And so that just speaks to just how caring you are, how you go about oh. trying to accommodate other people. That's me. Right. But then the first card that came out is the devil. Um, so I'm going to read the devil um, facing you. She's great vibes. You're the devil. I'm going to tell you why, because what, when it comes to like doing readings, I always read the cards facing you, like the, the perspective of how it's facing you. Right, but okay. you went to make it accommodating for me, but actually that right. still speaks to the general energy for all of us, really. Got it. So the, um, the devil card in reverse, so I'm reading it because it's facing you in reverse, mm. is the fact that we do need to um, address our, um, our kind of like our toxic um traits i i use the word toxic but i i would say that it's more our self-limiting behaviors where it could be constantly accommodating everybody else like oh i don't want anybody else to be uncomfortable so i need to make sure that i'm kind of there for them i don't let people be uncomfortable because what's happening is that we make sure that everyone's good and so that sometimes means that bad vibes people are around but because of our innate sense of not wanting people to be uncomfortable even the bad vibes people are also accommodated mm. in in the vicinities and and within our kind of like our personal boundaries and this is like if you see the card we see these two figures holding hands and they're facing the devil and they're chained to the block it's about us breaking those chains with um the kind of um belief systems that we've um grown and we've nurtured over time that keeps us held to things that no longer serve us like they are there facing the devil and facing the things that so they are aware that this is what's standing in my way yet do i do i just stay do i just do i go do i stay i don't know but that's what it's re really saying and also then we've got the nine of pentacles here and the nine of pentacles in some reverse right so for some of us if you don't address these um ways that you kind of go about choosing the people that we're friends with for instance that we are in relationship with um, and that relationship is also familial just because somebody is related to you by blood does not mean that you have to tolerate bullshit so if you don't address them they're actually going to affect your bag because this is the nine of pentacles this is the nine of pentacles where we're not talking about um money that comes and goes we're talking about the kind of money that can that can literally be passed on 
through generations. We're talking about the money that can kind of see you through to your old age, the kind of life that you can build for yourself that, that is substantial, that you'll be so comfortable, you'll never really want for anything and you'll be able to go off and grow other things because on the cards we see that, um, that she's holding carrots and then she's also growing tomatoes. Um, so you can go and do different things. Literally, whatever you lay your hands on will be prosperous, but that is likely to be fucked with if these kind of behaviors and who we associate ourselves with um, in our lives or just who we take seriously, really. Because um, you can't like get rid of family, for instance. You can't throw them away. <clears throat> but, you know, if it's outside of that, if we're even talking like relationship or friendship, wise you have to be the person that wasn't there for you when you were growing up you know when you're growing up sometimes some bad vibes people come to your house or they stay because your mom's always letting people stay from nigeria or wherever the fuck they always come and stay in your house and you're like this person is so so much like their vibes are just disgusting i don't want them here but your mom wants them there so they have to be there you've outgrown that so if you say that you don't want somebody in your space then they should not be in your space and a red flag is a red flag for a reason you can see it you know, it's, you know that it's a red flag. So there's, you can't, you can't paint over a red flag and make it white just to suit yourself. Um, you just have to let it be what it will be. <clears throat> and the reason that that is, is because we are, like I say, getting to the stage now where things are going to lift. People are going to be able to move about again. Life is going to pick up momentum a little bit. Um, and because of the momentum that life's going to pick up, you're going to find that almost like your blessings just go whoosh. Like I'm talking like, you know, financial blessings just go whoosh. But if these people are around, it's going to destabilize what you're able to do for yourself um, in the long term. Especially if we're talking in a relationship sense, if you're the kind of person that's really, really um, um, in, like you're gullible or you're, you're easy to influence um, when you're in a relationship, like your partner goes, oh, I don't really think you should do that thing. Even though you really want to do it, you're like, okay, I won't do that thing. If you then have a partner that's bad vibes and they say they don't want you to do that thing because of their insecurities and you just want to make them comfortable, you're going to allow it. And then you've lost out on an opportunity that actually that opportunity is a ripple effect to the dream that you want to manifest for your life. And so th these cards are basically saying you've got to take things seriously now because there's way more to lose now and there's so much to gain now. So paying attention to that. And then the last card that we've got is the strength card in reverse. And that's a major arcana. The other two are a, a minor arcana. So it's kind of saying like the day-to-day -day things you can do. Those are the minor arcana. The major arcana is the major life energy that you're seeing at the moment. And so the strength card being here is a clear example. And we see a, um, a black woman and she's got her hand um, over the head of a lion. Um, so she's able to tame the lion. And it's about almost... Um, not being scared of the lion that that exists within you. Sometimes you're going to need to roar and you're going to need to roar fucking loud to, to push some people back. Because when people see you as kind of like, I don't know, a house cat, they're like, oh yeah, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And people are just, you know, messing up your boundaries, violating your boundaries constantly, distracting you from where you need to be in terms of getting the life that you want. You need to roar really ferociously because you know why? When you can roar ferociously and you know how to, when to roar and when to kind of, I don't know, meow, when you are able to do that, 
the kind of people that can withstand your roar, those are the kind of people that need to be around you. Not everyone that's used to you kind of being meek and mild. You need to know that there are people that can see the most ferocious side of you and stand firm and not just stand firm, but be able to reciprocate that ferocity and how they care about you and how they love you. Um, so family members that don't want you to be who you are, they don't want you to do the things that you're doing, they can fuck off, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, in relationships, if somebody keeps wanting you to just be a bit less to make themselves feel more, they can fuck off. And friends that as you're like rising, suddenly they want to keep reminding you of, oh, but do you remember when you were like <laughs> this? And do you remember when you were like that? They can fuck off too. <laughs> <laughs> And then the card we've got, um, that one is what this is say, what's the number on there? The, um, the wisdom of the Oracle one, the number. Yeah. The number says 28, 28. So 28, got it right on building blocks. It says here, you have everything you need to cultivate an extraordinary life, but, but, but nine of nine of coins, right? Um, this is the time when your focus needs to be on the foundations you build upon your work, your relationships, and your very being are underwritten by your values, ethics, morals, and core beliefs. Devil card. Um, are they still true for you? Will they stand the test of time and serve as the solid grounding upon which you construct your life? Now you are making changes that will affect everything in a positive way. Your destiny is truly a remarkable and beautiful design. Nine of Pentacles. Relationship message. When you see this card, know that you are attracting new relationships into your life and solidifying the ones you already have. By building um, them on the foundations of honesty, humility, clear communication, and a genuine desire to know one another, you are moving to was laying the groundwork for a relationship with the firm footing that will ensure it can withstand any storm. There we go. Long-standing relationships are also repaired and strengthened. You and the other person are stronger, wiser, and more powerful together than apart. Prosperity message. You have everything you need to turn iron into gold in the alchemical process of creating the prosperous life you desire. Now is the time to build on the strong foundation you have already laid for your prosperity. Keep in mind that these building blocks are imbued with the sparkling energy of your intentions. Own your dream and remember that you always have more than enough and you always are enough. So abundance is ever present. Your creativity is divinely inspired and the design of your life the design for your life is taking shape in service to the world. You are meant for success, nine of pentacles. Protection message. Now is the time to address the cracks in the foundation of your life, devil card. Perhaps your values have changed and it's time to strengthen your convictions and let go of the things that no longer serve the vision you have for your life. Or perhaps you chose to ignore the signs that a situation or agreement you have entered into is not right for you. Remove the rotten pieces and reinforce your core moral strength and integrity. Now is the time for rigorous honesty, for you are called to renovate and upgrade your consciousness. You will be so happy when you do. Spirit has a spectacular blueprint for your life, far beyond your imagination. Don't be afraid to replace what's not solid. And then the card that you got from the spiritual seasoning is pray. Yeah, so that's for all of us like I think that when I think about the devil card and I think about the wisdom of the oracle card just then like for some of you it's contractual as well don't go in this 2021 especially while Mercury's retrograde do not go and sign fucked up contracts yeah so some of you might be renegotiating new working con- conditions I know some people are just trying to now that lockdowns happen they're reevaluating their careers and they're like mm, I don't really want to be doing this anymore if you know that the other place that you were working showed you pepe 
notice the dynamics, notice the kind of archetypes that you're about to enter into this um, contractual agreement with, because once you're bound to them, fam, you're bound to them. And it's going to take you a while to be able to get yourself out of that. And that's where the nine of pentacles is there as well. The vision that you have for your life does not include you suffering within contracts that um, you're like, oh, well, I know that they said it's like a freaking 90%, 10% split to them, but that 10%, I'm going to look like, I'm balling and, and my friends are going to like, I'll be doing all of these things and everyone's going to be like, wow, look, their life's so sick. But remember that it's still 90 to them, 10 to you. So they're still taking the piss out of you, no matter how you're able to present that to the world in terms of they named you director of such and such, or they named you this and they named you that. Make sure that you are getting what you deserve. And again, that's where that strength card is. Show them your ferocity, negotiate like your life literally depends on it. Your future literally depends on it. And if it's a promotion that you're due, you need to start using your outside voice. Get to your promotion now. Show them that you're not playing with them anymore because you're, you'll remind them of that black square that they posted last summer. <laughs> so they better start paying you the fuck properly. Period. So yeah, so that's the tarot read. done tarot for me twice now like personally yeah. on, like one-to-one and both times have been accurate so if you're listening to this podcast please pay attention closely <laughs> are you hearing attention i don't even like when you do tarot for me and i'm going through something it's like oh gosh because now you're going to ask me why i didn't tell you once you, once you find out through the cards she's looking at the cards like Sydney, uh, when, when did this happen? Right. Um, you're, you're really going through it. Why didn't you tell me about this? And I'm like, yeah. oh, for fuck's sake. You see? I just love now that, like, I'll do a, um, a reading for you and you just won't respond. Like, you're yeah, just like, like, like you're just like, yeah, well, since, since you know everything. Yeah, yeah, since you know every fucking damn thing. You know what I'm going to reply, right? Right. <laughs> so no, I, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't think I'm ready to talk about this. Today. <laughs> Not today. I don't think so. And you know, especially with, like how she does the random ones when it's like, oh no, I just I feel like I need to do a reading. Yeah, like, oh, okay. yeah. So I'm really nervous. I was here for it. My one was 18 minutes long. I was ready. Oh wow! She basically gave you a mini podcast. No, she did. She did. It was lit. I was here for it. Fair but that, things like happen like that. Like I'm just like, why do I keep thinking about this person? Why do I keep thinking about this person? Like, cool. Let me just reach out. And it doesn't happen with like lots of people. This is what's mad because obviously we all know that I don't really like humans. So it has to be. So when it happens, I'm just like, oh this is a specific message for mm. this person. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll reach out. But again, like I was saying, like you have to be extremely great vibes for me to yeah. feel like, cause we you randoms don't start communicating with me. Like, please. No, 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 no. You have to be great vibes. My sister's not a big fan of people. And she always, <laughs> always sings your crazy. She's like, no, oh, Audrey is hilarious. Me too. Like, honestly, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm talking about Kalechi. Like, we're like okay uh-uh. we get you we, we can't uh-uh. we cried like I, I, I told you already I quoted you in our book oh yeah 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 I have I have yeah yeah well I've got that, my that's not anyway no it comes out July 21st shameless plug yeah. okay. no we no, need no, 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 people know we'll remind them at the end as well no and they'll be reminded and hopefully like we can get all the girls in so we can we can talk about the book ahead of when it when it's coming out like that hopefully I get a signed copy you know of course keep the rascal receipts 
Might as well get something. No, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Like, this is what I need. This is what I want. But um, I just, I'll be listening to the um, episode um, of the receipts randomly. And then I'll hear my name and I'll be like, oh, What's guys, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> it all the time. Guys. lives for the tarot as well. <laughs> And Milena has been like, we need to meet because I need to get another reading. I need it. Yeah. I need it. I'm like, are you sure, Milena? Because when they drag you again, you can't fight me. Yeah, exactly. And Milena will want to fight. She's going to want to stalk you. Be like, but you know when you said this? You know when you said that? Was that fair? Yeah. Do you think that was fair? That's definitely fair. <laughs> but no, I would, I would love that, man. Um, what's the process been like for you to like write this book? Ooh, I haven't written anything since dissertation. So <laughs> this has been like... Oh, it's, it's been it's been hard because it's like just trying to sit down and actually concentrate mm-hmm. is 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 hard. But the way that we're doing it, we're doing it in chapters, and so that makes it a bit easy easier to do. But no, it's good. I mean, we're trying to dig. I mean, I can't speak for the girls. I don't know what Tully and Melinda are writing about. We're not reading each other's paragraphs, okay. paragraphs, okay. chapters, and stuff. Yeah. So I won't see it until everybody else does. Okay. Um, but for me, I just I just try to dig deep because I didn't want to give off stuff that I've already said on the podcast, mm-hmm. like repeating the same story. So that forced me to like dig deep within myself. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that like, you're going to learn a lot of new things about me and yeah, just like where I'm from and like more about like my past, even though I share my past all the time when I'm on live and stuff like that. The guy with the leg. Yeah. <laughs> the guy with the leg and my first crush and all of that stuff. But there's more, there's more. There's yeah. always just, more. There's always no, there's more. always more. Like but that's why you're, when you are, you're my favourite Instagram live. Like, <laughs> if it says that Garner's finest is, is going live, I am there. I am there. That's why uh, whenever I'm just like, you know, I'm coming offline for a bit. Guys, leave me alone. I'm like, but if Audrey doesn't live, <laughs> I won't see it. Because it's I'll just send you a best. message next time I'm coming Yes, live. I'll come in just for that and then I'll bounce. No, like, your lives are hilarious, but more so because they're just so related. But whenever I watch your lives, all that ever strikes me is that you're such a blessed person. Like you're incredibly like blessed. When you Word. see your path as well, because like you study journalism. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And then you were like, oh well, I didn't end up doing I that failed. thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Went to work. And then I worked. You worked in Selfridges. Yeah. Then you um, fell into like the PA job and yeah. then excelled at it. Mm. But then that all led to you being in a position where you could then create a podcast. Yeah. And now you're writing a book. Exactly. It's so crazy. Like when I think about the book, I think about how full circle I've come because I wanted to write and I didn't make it. Mm. And I think that is important to share because I think a lot of the times people think that like when you're doing something that's successful, it's like a linear, it's linear and it's not like there's, there's bumps in the road. And I really wanted to be a writer and believe it or not, I wanted to be a celebrity gossip writer. I mean, I don't know why that would be a shock to anybody. But that's what I really wanted to do. And I probably didn't make it. And I remember one time I had this interview at OK Magazine and I was convinced I was like, the job was for me. Like, who else is going to do this job? Mm-hmm. And I even used to work at another sister magazine and I was like an editorial assistant there and I got the editor there to write me by forward, everything. So I was like, well, it's in the bag. Mm. And I didn't get it. Oh, gosh. I was like, well, damn. Like, yeah. what do I do now? And then, yeah, I ended up being a PA and like everything's just, it's just crazy how things like, all into place to make you end up where you are but um yeah everything happens for a reason and now here i am i agree i've read the receipts what it's been going on for four or five yeah it'll be five years in um september this year wow can you believe that and i think that's the thing i think a lot of people's especially social media they kind of look at people like yourself and they're like oh this kind of happened overnight it did not Mm -hmm. it was not an overnight process i remember meeting you guys um was it three years ago was that a premiere 
us. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember saying, "Oh, I already knew you're from the receipt." So I remember saying, "Oh, yeah, you guys are from the receipt." And you looked at me like, "Yeah, you fucking dick." Why are you? Why are you going to confirm to me? And that's what. Yeah, obviously. And yeah, it just it just reminded me that no, you guys have been putting in work mm, from early. putting in yeah, work no, from no. early you know when people weren't really even like listening to podcasts yeah all that talking boy <laughs> <laughs> like i i think that um the read introduced me to podcasts like got me into podcasts and then i started branching out and listening to more and you know because that's american yeah like listening to more and to like i genuinely laugh out loud when i'm listening to episodes of like of you guys like i laugh out loud yeah, you like your receipts as well don't you I, that's your bag <laughs> Oh, I'm proper responding all of the time, and so, so I'm responding, and then you guys are responding, and then somebody says what I said, and I'm like, that's what I said. <laughs> no, I love it because I think your receipts are important. Like, let the people talk about their their own hickey hagar because yes. I, I'm here for it. And like, when you guys are on, it just fills the timeline. You just see people seeing the receipts, the receipts, the yeah, receipts. You're like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is popping. You it's really good for us. You dare um, um, post an episode at 2 a.m. instead of 12 at midnight and the they pop- are ready oh at my 12 God. on the dot like they are ready which is obviously great I love that people anticipate it and look forward to it but sometimes the Spotify app is playing up and the episode's not always there at 12 on the dot but more time it is yeah, yeah but yeah like people, are, people are ready people are ready no it's, it's wild and I'm just like can you give them a break can you just <laughs> let them have a breather and then you'll get your episode but um, yeah so okay let's do uh, share your magnificence then mm. before I do this um Skillshare, big up Skillshare um, for sponsoring this episode and um, BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode as well. But I'll talk about them in a bit. So I've got a letter. When did I, there's so many letters, but I, oh, you know, look, sometimes some of you send the letters at just the right time. So I end up reading yours when there are others that I have not read from months ago. So I'm not trying to be shady. I just literally look at the title. So maybe you need to make your titles more eye grabbing. Um, so, <laughs> so for share your magnificence this comes from Portia it says here hi Fletchy I think your latest remix might be my fave that and Sadiq getting it right right made it top tier moment for share your magnificence this week I'd like to nominate my good friend Mo Mo is an avid wine lover who's been to three continents for wine tastings alone. When lockdown began, she took her passion for this and created Head Wraps and Wine, a monthly event for black people to learn about new wines while also trying new head wrap styles. I went to her first event not knowing anything about wine or how to switch things up with my head wraps. I now know a um, variation of styles and wines I can go to whenever I want to try something new. At first, I thought I was being biased as Mo and I have been friends for quite some time. Friendship aside, I love watching people in their element and Mo is no exception, be it her detailed wine characteristics, the head wrap included in your ticket or the gifts she uses um, of black people enjoying wine in her presentations. These minor details have a lasting impact and her events are now part of my monthly routine. I hope everyone is lucky enough to have at least one Mo in their lives. Um, I appreciate the chance to know more about her and what she loves with each event. It has definitely made navigating this tough climate that much more easier and I'll forever be grateful for that. I encourage every, um, I encourage anyone who can attend at least one of her future events. Um, her Instagram and Facebook is at Head Wraps and Wine. So that's not A-N-D, that's just N, Wine, Head Wraps and Wine. Um, 
I'll also include some links below. So I'll drop the links in the, in the captions for you all. But big up yourself, Mo. Two slaps on your chest. Like, I would never thought of a combination mm. of um, head wraps and wine, but you're you're giving the girls what they need. Not even the girls, the, the baby boys, the baby girls, baby non-binaries, because yeah, we're wild here. I'd wear a head wrap and drink some wine. Yeah. <laughs> you're wearing a head wrap now. <laughs> 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 when I think of head wraps, I think of like the, yeah. like, the turbans. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, the, yeah. You just... The really, Erica Badu's. <laughs> yeah, do a look. But that's amazing. That's... That's a great concept. Mm. Here for it, because I love wine. <laughs> I wrap my hair at night, so hey. You also um, love to wear tracksuits to bed. I do. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you're joking. No, no, it's, this is a real thing. Oh my because God. I'd like to be cocooned when I'm sleeping. Oh like, my God. Talk, like, I can't sleep without socks as well. I can, like I cannot sleep without socks. <laughs> like, if I go to sleep, for whatever you can see my face no, it, would, it would never even happen that I would fall asleep without socks I wouldn't be able to fall asleep without socks on my without socks on my feet it just wouldn't happen so yeah. if let's just say I was really wasted yeah and I dozed off because uh-huh. that's the only way it's happening uh-huh. I will still wake up in the middle of the night to go put my socks oh, on God. and they can't just be any old socks they can't be pop socks they have to be socks that I can like pull up pull up over my trousers because I sleep with my socks pulled up <laughs> over my socks bottoms <laughs> So can I just ask, because obviously people can't see you, you're yeah. wearing a tracksuit now, yeah. it's like, for those who don't know, it's like the swishy, swishy tracksuit. Yeah. You know, yeah. the ones that make the sh- You can't, you can't, you can't sleep in a shell suit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't so, sleep in a shell suit, right? No, so not this kind of Oh, okay. I'm sleeping in like understand. a sweater and like track, jogging, jogging bottoms. You have like, yeah. you have like a tracksuit pyjamas. Yeah, basically. Okay. Like, yeah. proper like, don't touch me pyjamas. But they're, they're thick, right? right? I love it. I love being hot and sweaty at night. But will you still have a duvet? Yeah. And I pull the duvet right up to my neck. I'm trying to be like I want to feel like I'm still in the womb. Wow! Like, I'm trying to be cozy and toasty. And then would you have the heater on? Potentially, I slept with the heater on last night. Like I'm weird. I like waking up with that sore throat feeling. Wow! <laughs> you are strange. When I wake up like that, I feel like I'm dying. Oh, I like that feeling. It's you like, like to feel like you're dying? <laughs> No. I like that feeling like when I wake up with a scratchy throat because of the heat oh my god that's how I slept good that night oh that's I another one I find that's so irritating I love it here for myself like, how could you really how, how, how can anyone sleep next to you <laughs> it's, it's hot <laughs> it's like, like, because I take up all the covers I cocoon myself I pull the covers right up to my neck oh my god it's everything I, I'm, I'm, diff- I'm the opposite like I don't like to sleep with clothes but I like a really really thick duvet mm. and so oh. somebody would be like can you not have sense? Can you just not wear more clothes and then you don't need a thick as fuck mm. duvet? But I feel like it's weird what you need at any which time. But then why I think that your method is great is because I sometimes, if I'm extremely stressed with work and just life or just people chatting shit um, in newspapers or whatever, um, I have the night terrors, so I jump out of bed. Right. So I jump out of bed and I always run towards the door. So at least you are fully I'm clothed. ready. Should you ever make it to the door? Any emergency, I'm ready. All I've got to put my shoes on and I'm out. I'm ready. Think of that, that TikTok, I don't know if you've seen it, of this girl who is like a really, really bad sleepwalker. I hope you've seen it. But anyway, she sleeps with her boyfriend and then at a random time, she'll wake up during the night. We're seeing her on the CCTV. Mm-hmm. She's running outside in the snow. She's playing with an imaginary friend. She's making the drink. She's doing all sorts. She can even be aggressive. That's the money's like, possession. Well, that is, yeah. That's somebody who's That's, yeah, that's, that's definitely um, <laughs> spirit. I'm not really living inside of her soul. Like, 100%. <laughs> but I don't know. 
know if I can talk. Like, I will jump out of bed and I always know the direction of the door. And always, before, like, before even kind of, like, making it out of, like, the bedroom doorway, I wake up. But I, I'm always heading towards the front door. I don't know. I'm just trying to escape from yeah, this where Babylon. Where are you going? Yeah, yeah. Babylon. <laughs> away. <laughs> away. But imagine if I got outside naked. Exactly. Oh. So at least okay. you're dressed. I'm dressed and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. Nah, that could never be me. I think the most I do is, like, I maybe shout out. I'm like, oh! Oh, like, no, yeah, like, right, that's okay. the most yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. It's not my exercise. Yeah, I could, not, I could not do that. But I'm still stuck on you sleeping in the tracksuit. I just think that's... Mm, I love it. Very, very like pajamas, like, I've got interesting. so many pyjamas. Like, oh my God, I'm a pyjama queen. Like, if you want to get me anything for my birthday, Christmas, get me pyjamas. But not thick, like any thick ones. Yeah, yeah. Thick, thick ones, please. And they have to, they can't be shorts. They can't be, can't be negligee. Okay. It has to be full length bottoms, full length sleeves. I don't really like having my arms out either. Uh-huh. So I least mean, yeah. Like Christmas cozy. morning pajamas. Exactly. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. vibes. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. I will bear that in mind. Was there one episode where somebody was just like, was it Tolly? Um, and she said something like, um, said so you, you go to bed dressed as if you're then going to wake up and get out on road. Sleeping at, sleeping at 10, shot in at 3. <laughs> it's actually so funny you say that. Because don't you remember a rumor that was going back um, that was going around um, back in the day that Missy Elliott would get her makeup done while she's sleeping and she'll have her clothes on while she's sleeping and she'll just wake up and start her day. You never heard that rumor? No. What? You never heard that rumor? But then again, you get the songs wrong. So I, do, I, I, I yeah. need to be sure of what you are telling me. Oh, yeah. no, this is pissing. I'm going to get the article for you guys because you're going to gaslight me. I'm telling you. <laughs> There was an article, literally, they ran it. They were like, Missy Elliott, she's too impatient. She likes to get her makeup done in her sleep. And then she gets, they dress her in her sleep. And then she, and this was at her peak when you know, she had So what, so she babes? And yeah, then, she'll babe before. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll just, they'll just sort her out while she's sleeping. But you know what? I'm not <laughs> mad at it. Because oftentimes I thought to myself, I want to get to the level of success where I can sleep and somebody does my hair. Don't ask me to pass any hair. Oh my God, that's oh when you know God. you've made it. Do you know what? It's so funny because my best friend was getting her hair done in braids ages ago and she had to pay the auntie an extra five pounds just so she didn't have to give her the hair You're wow joking. i yeah. would pay she I said pay. she said auntie i'm gonna give you an extra five pounds i don't want to give you the hair I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just i don't want to pick the hair because you do it and when they say oh no no it's too much or it's not enough and it's like oh, just do it yourself are you doing it or am i doing it like, <laughs> let's not share the responsibility like, this hair comes out fucked up right. you, not me. I don't, i'm not a professional hair picker <laughs> do your thing leave me to it so yeah that's very real <laughs> no uh, yeah so that's what i want i want to um i just want to get to that point i want to get to that point where i don't have to pick hair and there's like and i can sleep through it and then there's like four or five people doing my hair but i want them to be paid well not like where they're getting paid two pounds or something but yeah. you know like they're getting paid well but just leave me alone do not like do not ask me to do anything i don't want to be involved in this process i am so surprised to hear that from you because even when you're conscious you don't like people around you so <laughs> you, are, you as a collection will happily sleep and let people touch you wow that's new that's new and my head of all places oh my god i, I feel like i'm looking at someone that's <laughs> but success will do that to you Fair switch enough. you up change you up you mm-hmm. won't even know nikki boogie <laughs> So anyway, I'll big up this uh, week's show sponsors quickly, or one of this week's show sponsors, and um, is Skillshare. 
Um, so, I mean, no one really knows what they're doing with their 2021, but no matter what your 2021 brings, you can spend it creating something meaningful with Skillshare um, online classes because time is literally what we make of it and time is a construct. I thought I'd put that in there as well. Um, with Skillshare, you can find inspiration in the moment and learn how to express your creativity. So there are always classes. I'm always telling you lot that there are numerous classes to choose on um, Skillshare as well. One of the classes that I know of is um, Khalees is doing a Skillshare class that I think she's cooking in that. And I just think that that looks sick. I came by that the other day. But one of the um, um, other classes, uh, you've got Find Your Style, Five Exercises to Unlock Your Creative Identity. And that's taught by Andy J. Pizza. Thought the name was interesting. Um, so yeah, you can you could just do lots of things. So Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning, with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. So bring color, beauty, and fun to your year, especially if you're inside, and add vivid details and craft to complex wonders. And Skillshare is affordable. Um, and it makes more sense, I guess, in now more than ever to do that instead of in-person classes and workshops. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com uh, forward slash straws. That's S-K-I-L-L-S-H-A-E-R.com forward slash straws and get a free trial of premium membership. So go check Skillshare.com uh, forward slash straws out and go and do something creative with your life rather than creating troll accounts. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that. Anyway, let's get to Ben's So You Mad. I'm glad that we waited on this story because I needed a conclusion. Tessica Brown. Ooh. Oh, Hans. Gorilla glue, gorilla glue girl. Gorilla glue. Wow. I want to start with the contact lenses. I know it's not really going <laughs> yeah, to let's, let's take it from the top. So you go, you go, Audrey. to judge black women publicly mm. okay. <laughs> but sometimes you've got to call a spade a spade yeah Ooh. okay yeah and actually i don't want to like make this deeper than what it is but like there is can we talk yes talk yeah. slick hair is never ever that deep never <laughs> i think we need to unpack the reason why anybody would need their hair to be so slick that it doesn't literally move out of like you don't have one flyaway hair. Not a single Like, your one. hair is literally glued to your head to the point where, like, you're now in surgery. Like, can we talk about the need to have overly slick hair? Like, like and how we got here? Because this is what this is all about, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Right. All of this is because she wanted her hair to be slick. She ran out of her usual gots to be and whatever, whatever. And now we're here. Gorilla Glue holds houses together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when people want to put up heaters and they, they want to avoid right. putting a hole in their wall. Like, this is what they use. This is not a small adhesive. Like, no. do you know what I mean? This is not this is not a baby boy of adhesives. This is like a big man <laughs> And so I just think like I'm not gonna lie to you guys, the whole thing is absolutely absurd. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh-huh. the whole thing is absolutely absurd. And I when I saw it, I didn't even think it was a joke. Like, I knew that this was like a serious thing. She just happened to like film. Was it on TikTok originally? Yeah, it was yeah. Like she just happened to put it on TikTok and it was like, now we're here. But yeah, no, slick hair is never that deep. I think that's the message that I want everybody to leave here with today. Never. That um, yeah, don't don't do this at home, kids. It's just stupid. Like the whole yeah. thing is absolutely stupid. But I at love. the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's stupidly like stupid to the point of like laughing. Yeah, yeah. 
Because what is this? What is this? But initially when Sadiq sent it to me, because I didn't see it at first, Sadiq sent it to me and I laughed. But the reason I laughed is because it was the grey contact lenses or they blew. They really threw me, they they threw me off. They, yeah, it threw me off. And I always say like, when black people wear them colour contact lenses, I can't trust them and I can't exactly. take them seriously. Brian Olawala Balo, he had a similar <laughs> pair right, of contact exactly. lenses. Did you see the parallels? <laughs> did you see his hair as well? There is a correlation. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing I don't like about it is because people, black people with contact lenses will then do this thing that people um, black people with natural eye colors yeah. will do where like they stare at you as they're talking <laughs> yeah. so you notice that video you notice that video where she's talking about she's probably staring but why are you staring it's you know, not your eye color you don't blink, you don't blink. yeah eyes do not blink everyone must know your eyes are green <laughs> but it's like no i don't know i don't i, don't, I didn't like it i did so it was just when you first sent me that I was laughing because of the contact lenses. But then I sat down and I was just like, wait, nah, her hair is stuck to her hair. It's pierced. No, it wasn't even that, for me, like the first video made me laugh. It was the second video. (laughs) I'm gonna just really hold myself. The second video, when she puts the shampoo on. Yeah, and she's like, it's not moving. It's not moving. I'm just like, sis. That no, took that I, that no. if that if that if anything made me laugh, but actually it made me realize no 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 this is serious this, this, is, this yeah. is really 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 serious. She wiped <laughs> it off. She wiped it off. Do you know how mad that is? I saw I'm the, sorry, the video. She wiped it. And she was like, guys, <laughs> shifting for shit. But you know why that was terrible? Yeah, <laughs> because um, Gorilla Glue it activates the more moisture you put on it. So the more, so the more moisture <laughs> <activates> <laughs> even more. So, so she was making it worse for her So it's like somebody taking water and pouring it into oil that's oh, on the no, fire. Seriously. I was just like, oh. that's not helping. In fact, that's making life even worse. Right, and to add more detail to it, she tells us, I think loads of people skated over it. She had the hair in, like that for a month. Yes. What? I did not know. You did not know. She had it in for a month. She thought she wow. thought she thought maybe and, it would break it down. A, she thought it would naturally break down. <laughs> she thought it would naturally break down. She had it there in there for a month. And I just think to myself, I was telling my sister, I was like, look, a story like that over here wouldn't even go big because it's like, we have healthcare. Yeah. Do you get know what I mean? It would happen, we'll make this stupid mistake. Next day we'll just go to A and E and but would they do anything like on a real on like big man thing, would they do anything over here like for you? That you you notice that she also needed to go and get specialist knowledge right. for that to come off. People don't even care about black people enough to be like they're gonna find you somebody. That mm. I think that whatever they possibly could have done here, for instance, would have even ended up being more detrimental. No, you have a point. You actually because it's like even Gorilla Glue didn't come out and say this is what you can use to help. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Gorilla, Glue, Gorilla Glue just put out a statement and said houses and not for people's head. <laughs> that's literally what they said. They were like, boy, I don't. We don't know why Tessica did that, but. <laughs> We, we, you know, all the best to her. It's a personal they problem. couldn't even come yeah. up with it, and it took a, a Ghanaian. Is it Nigerian yeah, or Ghanaian? Ghanaian. Yeah, it took a Ghanaian doctor to do it. And Michael I mean, Obeng. Even when you think about, it, she needed a black person because he had a, he had a, an Afro, an actual Afro comb yes. as he was yeah. doing it. They wouldn't be able to do that, that over here. That is my point. Yeah, that is my yeah. point. Over here, they will not even. First of all, they, they they'll ask you bullshit question like, "Can you get your hair wet?" I just yeah. don't know yeah. how. Like, no, I I wouldn't even have. I wouldn't trust them. She's lucky. This oh, one. I'm saying like everyone's paths are so interlinked like we are all connected in this life on some woo-woo shit because her stupidity that led her to go and do that 
right? Meant that somebody else, Michael minding his own business, mm. for some reason decided that he was going to learn how to do this specific right, thing right. because he's the only one that came forward that could do it, that yeah. could come up with. So it's something that he never possibly thought that he would need to use. He now was able to bring that knowledge to the forefront to help her. So there are things that we're doing in our life that we don't actually realize how one day is going to interconnect right. with somebody else's. Exactly. Like, he came up with a concoction. It was like a mixture of like a bit of acetone, yeah. aloe vera, something, something. Olive oil. Olive oil. Yeah. And he practiced on like adult, adult hair yes. mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. with actual human hair to see mm-hmm. if it would work. Now, that is, he's a good person because me, I wasn't thinking about how, I just thought she'd have to shave it off and just... I thought she was losing her scalp. That's what most people were yeah, saying. They were like, sis, your scalp is gone. gone. It's a sticky one still. Like, I, it's thought, gone. I legit thought her skull would be exposed. Like, yeah, I thought same. she would be walking around with just her the skeleton, like literally just there because it's like, the way she was demonstrating it, the hair was... It's fused yeah, with the style. Solid as a rock. It legit was. And then she's gotten the surgery now. So just for people listening, I'm sure everyone's like followed the story, but the, she got the surgery for free, right? Yeah. It was meant to be twelve and a half thousand uh, dollars. She got it for free. She's finished the surgery now. She's like, oh man, my ponytail. She's still. <laughs> Sis is still hung up on this ponytail. But why won't she? Why won't she? Just because the hair was na- has now dissolved and it looks like they had to put her under general anaesthetic to be able to do it because that must mean that it burned like a motherfucker. This is, yes. even, even before the anaesthetic, they said that when she showed up, she was under so much, she was in distress. Okay. That they needed, I think they had to give her some Valium just to she calm her, her down. down. Yeah. Ultimately, all of this is so that she can have so she had slick hair. Exactly. <laughs> so how is she now going to wake up and suddenly her desire to have slick hair and to have a ponytail has disintegrated no, with the gorilla glue? The it's still going to be there. Like it's still going. The the the, 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 the spirits that led her to put those contact lenses in, that exactly. led her to slick her they're hair. Still that gonna be there. they're still going to be there. They haven't. He hasn't managed to use aloe vera and acetone to take them out. No, like, it's still a thing. I don't want to see her with a ponytail. No, she needs to let the ponytail go. She just needs to be happy that her hair is still there. No, but Wendy made a good point, though. Wendy was like, okay, so she's she sorted it out now, but will the hair grow? Oh, no, that's not Do you know what? One step at a time. Okay. <laughs> I honestly tried try to not follow the story. I tried to not follow the story after you made me think about the fact that it could be like she'd lose her scalp because I just thought that's too traumatic. I don't even want to see. Yeah, but then, I, I, but, but then we saw that she was like, oh, I'm going to now that she's considering suing Gorilla Glue because they didn't say not to use it on the head. They said not to use it on <laughs> skin. No, and I thought, you better back the fuck up. Do not. No, no I was with her. Uh? Yes, I was like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. If they didn't say don't put it on the hair, sue them, no, sue them. Do you know what? Normally, I'm down for like corporate companies getting, you know, getting dragged or whatever. But no, on this occasion, they didn't do diddly. They didn't do diddly. Yeah. They said, don't put it on your skin. Your scalp right. is your skin. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But she didn't put it on her scalp. She put it on her hair. She put it on her hair. Right. So I just think based on, and you know how America's Semantic. Like how, yeah. yeah. Based on semantics yeah, and true. all of them, they're so, what's the word, litigious? Yeah, yeah. They love all of that stuff. They, she could, she may not win, but the judge will listen. She has a case. Yeah, she has a case. Yeah, yeah. Has a case the judge will listen. And, and yes. isn't that how um, we ended up having to have those labels put on the cups? when you get drinks, hot drinks from like McDonald's and things like that, because somebody said that they didn't make a pot, when, I can't remember the name of the case, but the person had a hot drink and the, the, the lid was put on, but they, the argument in court was that they did not say that it was a hot drink, but you ordered a hot drink, so <laughs> yeah, you knew so yeah. that the drink was hot, right. but because it opened and poured on them or something and it burnt, they sued and they won. 
I think. So wow. I think they wanted them. So from then um, going forward, you have to put could, my, caution, could, hot yeah, drink. caution, hot drink. No, I used to work somewhere, yeah, and this is how you have to break things down to human beings. They actually had to be a sign telling people. So you know the hand dryers mm. in yeah. like toilets. They actually had to put a sign instructing people not to put their penises in there. <laughs> Oh, you're joking. <laughs> I used to work because people used to do it all the time. I don't even want to ask where you used to work now because I'm like, Can you even imagine that? That is, yeah. That you wanted to dry it off. If you wanted to put your penis in there. So they literally had to put a sign oh saying, God. please do not put your penis in here. Oh my, and it's actually in words. Yeah, penis? it's oh, still there. Wow. But this is the thing. So you can't just assume <laughs> that humans are going to just do, are going to use common sense. We say all the time, but common sense is not common. Exactly. And people are like, yeah, but... She doesn't have a case because she found the stuff in the DIY section. I was just like, yeah, cool. But sometimes when I watch some of you beauty bloggers, you are using things that you did not find in the beauty yeah, section either. And then when you use it, you're like, everyone's like, oh my God, she snapped or they snapped. Oh my God, look at what they came up with. And then you now all go follow suit and you're hashtagging the thing and you're all trying it. It becomes a new trend. And oftentimes we always talk about, oh, how did someone think of that? How did someone think mm. of this new invention? It's by trial and error. Gorilla yeah, Blue. And what we saw, what we saw <laughs> was error. Error. Exactly. It was a trial and it was an error. Yeah. No, but you're right though. There's, there's, there's quite a few of those kind of concoctions in the beauty world where I was watching one video and then she's like, she's mixing some coffee and then she's putting a little bit of cream and then she's putting it in her in her thighs. And I just thought, why, why <laughs> did you so do that? Why did you do that? So she's giving herself a coffee scrub. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe she's put. Like, Maybe she was putting loads more concoctions in it than yeah. just coffee. I think coffee is just what I remember. But, but you know, people that could have that made her react. And yeah. What, would we say she's stupid? Right. Yeah. And you know, I use turmeric. I drink turmeric. I also use turmeric in my kind of like facial um, things and things like that. Um, turmeric, lemon, like somebody else can turn around if that shit went left and be like, "But why were you putting food items on yourself in the first place?" Yeah. Like. It's true. Even back in the day in the war, I can't remember why, why I know this random fact, but they used to say that women used to, they couldn't afford tights. So they used to put like coffee on their legs yes. to create the illusion of tights. Yeah. Coffee oh. and then they take a pencil and, and draw, do the line, and yeah. draw the line up the back of their thigh. Oh, like that bow. Yeah, but they wouldn't go as far as the bow, but yeah, they would yeah. just draw the line up the back of their legs to make it look like they were wearing tights. So we've been creating. Yeah. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah, we no, we drew oh. the line. We drew the line, but we didn't need to um put the coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. yeah, but we drew the line. Ooh. We definitely drew the line because you know, again, it's all the rage, and people just you just have to make do um with what you have. So I feel like it's one of those things where there were numerous arguments as to well, for either side. And I saw that this guy that I follow, um, Andre Domis, this is his name. He was the one that was tweeting like, yeah, they didn't say hair they said yeah, he skin and people were hard. coming people were coming for him but his premise was just like nah a lot of white people are securing the bag all of the time mm. when they do stupid as fuck shit like we've got to keep the same energy for everybody so yeah she did something fucking stupid but she also has a point you didn't say that so like there you the go. Pass and all those kind of shows yeah capitalize i forgot about stupid. that yeah. good point yeah. stupid the whole time good point entertainment yes right. these people were these people were getting their penises putting it together and staping staping it. It. and so bro dudes can yeah. do that yeah true. it's true so it's, it's, it's actually true. I think a lot of the think pieces are a little bit out of the place, but like talking about how we were so kind of harsh or some people were really harsh on her yeah. is definitely relevant to the conversation because mm. we didn't really need to be. It was just funny. Yeah, no, it was no, funny. It was funny. And, you know, we're already in February. Mm. And so in January, the white people um, 
rush the capital. Yeah. February, Gorilla Glue. Let's just see what March has in store for wow. us. Wow. I just hope that March is lockdown finished, coronavirus is over. Okay. Um, what, you're asking for a lot for your birthday? No, you're asking for a lot for your birthday. Why can't you be a bit more positive? <laughs> knowing, knowing the power you've got with the tarot, why can't you say, yeah? That will be the no, case. That would mean she's lying to us. Right. <laughs> no, it's actually, no, it's, it's deep, man. I'm hoping March is just end of lockdown, but okay. we'll see. Well, I'm, I'm if you want to enter back in it later on. No, there will be no, there will be, this will be the last <laughs> lockdown we'll ever see. But okay. even, even with what I was saying about Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, I am very interested to know what she's going to do next. 830,000 followers, 20,000 in the GoFundMe. Mm. What are we going to do? What's she going to do? She's going to go back to her, her normal job? I wouldn't. But this is the thing. I wanted to talk about her normal job. I definitely still think that we need to talk about what Audrey's um, interrogating, which is the beauty standards mm. that led us to this point in the first place. Like, people want to come at this girl, um, or I keep saying girl, 40-year-old woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, a big woman. Like, we, we want to come at her for basically being a physical um, expression of the... Um, the damage that white supremacist patriarchy can do to ooh, people ooh. when you are setting like beauty ideals in this regard where we all need to have like slick shiny hair that's all your pantene that's all of your advert that's all yeah. they ever do like oh look at me l'oreal because i'm worth it on all of them things like you've set it up that people should have you know shiny slick hair mm. some of you lot that i were laughing at her like natural um hair bloggers or whatever whatever you spent a disproportionate number of time finding um edge control Right. Why do the edges need to be controlled to that extent? Right, exactly. Is it Guantanamo? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> so we, people are like looking at her like, well, you know, she's Gorilla Glue. Nah, 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 nah. But you show us 45 minute long videos where you're trying everything under the sun to just make sure that your hair also right. does not move. Right. Exactly. And it's like, okay, you might not be using Gorilla Glue, but you're using 20 other products to basically get the same thing. To right. achieve the same look. So, yeah, I for me, that's what it was all about. I was just like, right, like, how have we got here to this point where someone would even consider that because they don't want a hair to move out of place? Like, right. I mean, come on, it's just, it's team too much now, isn't it? No, no hair was out of place. That's no, what no, I said. No, no, no. Not one I saved okay. the video, zoomed in, not one strand. No. Fuck me, sorry. Uh, I, but Crystal uh, from The Read had a really great um, question, which is like, where are you going? Where are you going that your hair needed to be slicked down to that extent <laughs> during lockdown? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. She'll never again. I think she's I think she's got PTSD from even the smell of glue. Oh, she, she, she would have had to yeah. really deal with the smell of glue. Yeah. People were saying that she was shady because um, why did she need to leave the hospital? You know, the first hospital that she went to, mm-hmm. why did she need to leave? I'm like, but do you understand how much she'd have to pay for every time mm. that she's there? Like, it's not cheap. Like, these ex- these mistakes are expensive. And she realises that. But I think that for me, the bit that got me is that um, she has a daycare. Oh, God. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, Tessica's Little Angels. She's got, a, she owns a daycare. <laughs> yeah. She's responsible for children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just think about that. <laughs> and I think about hashtag support black businesses. And I think about would I send Lev to a person no. who put gorilla glue? No, I'm actually not. No, no, no. 
It was her. It was Audrey's face when you said she's got a gay cat. She was like, I, "Wow, I I'm actually shocked. This person's responsible for small human beings. Responsible for small human no, no, beings. No, no, no. Because now, if you run out of tissue and the baby <laughs> got snot coming out, it's like, what are you gonna do? Sad paper. You're going back to the DIY store. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? So I'm back. I ran out of formula for the little ones, and um, I just want to make sure that they're full. So I got, <laughs> so I got some cement and uh, <laughs> some cement, <laughs> and so cement mix, and they're gonna, they're gonna be so full. <laughs> No, oh, Tessica, 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 Tessica. I reckon she'll do, uh, she'll, well, we're, we're going to wait to see her big makeover. Someone's going to reach out to her, do a yeah. really big makeover. I saw a yeah. small, small one. That wasn't her, I think. That wasn't her, I was going to say. No, 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 that wasn't her. Was it like a Facebook screenshot? I don't know, it was like she was wearing an orange dress and she had like a small, small tongue under bug. Oh, no, no, that wasn't her. Yeah, that that was probably people, yeah. You know her in a ponytail. Yeah. yeah, people love all of that fake... Um, yeah, no, I think someone's going to reach out to her. Maybe Arrogant Tay, not Arrogant Tay. No. Yeah, do her a nice wig. Yeah, he does Nicki Minaj's yeah, hair. Do. Okay. Do her a nice wig. Or maybe um, um, the one that does Cardi B's, you know that one's name? Um, Jonathan. No, not Jonathan. Um, she's really good. Tokyo Styles. Tokyo Styles, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes, yes. Yeah. Someone re- will reach out because they're all commenting on her page. Okay. okay then, yeah, yes. It's, it's, it's bound to happen. So someone that. will reach out to Maybe her. I'll do that so I can get an arrogant Tay wig. <laughs> 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 That's what I need to do to get Tay to do my hair. Okay. No, that 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 Tay guy. Do you have really glue here? Um, don't worry about that, please. <laughs> don't worry about that, please. <laughs> don't worry about that. You didn't you didn't say you had any health improvements to do, please. No, no, no. Don't worry about no gorilla glue, please. <laughs> she'll get a big makeover I don't know if you saw but she's now got um, the same manager as uh, another viral star called Mama June what? No, oh, I don't know Mama June not Mama June who's Mama oh, you June know Mama June from, yeah. the, from the pageant show isn't yeah, it yeah so she's from like I think she's from one of those pageant mum shows and she's got the daughter called she's got the June daughter what? called Mama, 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 Honey Boo Boo Honey Boo Boo Honey Boo Boo okay oh oh yeah, so she's got the same manager as them. Why must so everyone have managers? Honestly. Because then they'll get they'll get their reality TV bag, and this is what we're saying: like oh the size God. of America means that Crazy. anyone can pop off at any time, and you can basically, if you plan it well, you can make some dis- decent money for yourself over the long term from just one random thing. Yeah. She could become a, ce- a celeb, literally, yeah, that, yeah. Ce- that proper proper yeah. celeb. She's got to have a reality TV show. Yeah, she has to because she's quite entertaining. I mean, if she can secure a nice house that's paid off. And then fade back into obscurity. Do you know what I'm not mad at it? Yeah. I think she'll probably even be able to do that as well. Because let me tell people aren't realizing this is like any influencer's dream. 830,000 followers mm. in a matter of three yeah. days. But do they stay? They will. Do you know what? If she can, if she keeps giving us content, because people can be, because my sister, she does really, really good impressions. She does. She's, she's incredible. Really, really good. And so they, re- so Shade Room posted my sister's impressions. Was your sister's in V? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So she does the sick impressions. And so overnight, my sister got 18,000 followers overnight. Wow. And then before that, she had like 400 followers. Yeah. 18,000 followers overnight. But then because she started doing the impressions less and less, they just dropped like flies. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and she started doing the impression what? When, she, when she was doing the less and less impressions. Oh, okay. The followers were just starting to drop. But they didn't all vanish. No, they didn't vanish overnight. Yeah, yeah. They did all, and, and I think that's what it is. I think that's what we're kind of touching on. It's about keeping the momentum. But this which thing is, is why, why if I can't keep the momentum, this because is this is what I'm saying, that something as 
grand as what she did there is she now going to go and singe her pussy hairs like what are you going to do yeah because i need something to be in line with what you've done right right right, right. Um, or like you say you need to come up with one reality tv show or something that can keep hold my attention now that that's happened Mm. to you there has to be a through narrative if there's not you're going to find that people drop off it's the same thing like with um or similar with if you know i'm not a grateful black woman my video that everyone was sharing Right. Which one was that? The one when you uh, Tiffany? Yes, shirt, yes. Sorry. And so that one. So that, and that everyone's sharing that, and so many people are arriving, and I'm just like, right. I don't talk all of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't talk all the time, and I hate posting on the grid. So you'll find me more likely in my stories. Mm. So you coming here, and you think that you're going to see something like this every time on the. You are wasting your time, yeah. and so you see that they come in like a surgeon, and they just kind of like trickle away. But I prefer that because I don't need the pressure. Or yeah. of having to keep exactly. up yeah. and, I, and I totally get that but you see Tessica needs to hire me because what we will do <laughs> I'm telling you I know exactly what we'll do after that makeover what we'll do is we'll make people fall in love with her okay. that's what right. we need okay. to do we need to, it needs, it needs to be her so we'll do something or we'll, we'll roll out a story really I don't want it to sound like um, disingenuous but most of them are, are disingenuous yeah. but kind of like a fake story or a real story from her past that, that resonates yeah. with people everyone's like oh no we're like Tessica and then we start dressing her up making sure she's giving looks everyone's like oh Tessica's doing looks now yeah. and yeah. then bam reality TV show yeah. she, okay. like, I'm sure there's something dysfunctional you know with that. <laughs> there's, yeah there's, there must be some sort of dysfunctionality yeah. there because the wispy lashes and the contact lenses yeah. yeah so we know we, there will be some drama in that life we yeah, know definitely. reality TV show that will go big a few viral clips bam she cemented that's so that, yeah. you get your 10% and we bam I get that 12.5% okay, yeah, yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what I want yeah, yeah. And are you I'm in PR that. you should be in PR I'm... I say this to him all <laughs> of the time that is a great strategy he's exactly. in advertising but he just does not want to go into PR <laughs> <laughs> you need to shift over to the other side maybe but I, Tessica I've got you so if, if, she's, if I'm on her team she will not lose any followers <laughs> so, I will, I will, I, honestly I'll get her to make an OnlyFans yeah you post before her yes <laughs> Like, hiring people like and I want you to post this for her at 3pm yeah. like no I I say it all the time I'm like Sadiq you're sick at this you should really really do it but for somebody who doesn't also like being around people you seem to know how people operate very well oh, and what I think that's just the Pisces thing I think yeah. that's just the, honestly that's just the Pisces thing I always read my sons and they say oh like it's just so good with people but I just don't like people yeah. I, always, I need constant breaks from people yes yes. constant yes. constant breaks even when I come over sometimes and I'm like hey you're like hmm <laughs> like he'll keep his door shut and he's like mm. and I'm like okay one of those days alright you're, like, you're like the only person that can be myself around and you won't take it personal <laughs> no I literally don't I'm like okay alright bye like, I'm not bothered like at all never personal never ever ever personal but yeah Tessica if you're listening I've got you and I'm here for you whenever you need me okay? yeah and no we're just gonna take those contact lenses right please, out please please, please 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 make sure that's the first thing you do for her it pissed, yeah. me, it pissed me off that she even had them during surgery <laughs> She had them on the surgery, man. That's unsafe. Tessica, man. Stop. That is commitment. Yeah, she had them on. She had to close her eyes during surgery. I'm like, Tessica, you're taking a fucking piss. I'm not listening, man. I'm not learning from your mistakes. Do you know what? Tessica, darling. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. We really enjoy that story. You can't run no more. There's so much happening in it, and I think that that's why we had to wait to at least get to some 
form of a conclusion before talking about it because you know like some people spoke about it prematurely mm. and it probably hasn't aged well because now you know things have developed right, right. right. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes just kind of like wait and this is what we're saying about the tiny and ti thing again you have to wait because i mm. i really want to see where this oh is. but i'm coming ti and tiny we're coming for i'm coming for you as soon as those the receipts yeah. come out literally yeah, yeah. we are we are coming we're on for it. you we're we on are it, on it. Yeah. so we're not going to come for you now because it's too you. sensitive Never, and um, then Justin Culture Take um, oh, has um, given a quote-unquote apology to Janet Jackson and Britney. Um, it's just really interesting to me because it doesn't it doesn't read as an apology. Maybe I'm just asking for a lot. I don't. Okay, well, let's start with what is he apologizing for? Because I right. feel like that's what people don't really understand right, when they yeah. do these apologies. What are you apologizing for? Right, and so he's basically saying that, yeah, well, the way that I be- I let this happen and the way that I behaved wasn't the way that anyone should... He says here, the industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. It's designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all that it was while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to um, ever benefit from others being pulled down again. I have not been perfect in navigating all of this throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step and doesn't absolve the past. I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this, as well as be a part of the world that uplifts and supports. I care deeply about the well-being of people that I love and have loved. I can do better and I will do better. That was part of what he um, has said. Now, I think it's interesting that he says, um, I know this apology is a first step, but I didn't hear an apology. No, I didn't hear the words, I'm sorry. I don't know what he thinks that he did there. I'm just like... Um, I just feel like he censored himself the whole time. Yes. The whole entire thing. And yeah, no. See, what pisses me off is the is actually the lack of self-awareness that he's demonstrating mm. here. Yeah. And I say that because obviously he's released that apology. For those who don't know, he's released that apology off the back of the release of the uh, Britney Spears documentary. Yes. So it was called The Framing, Framing Britney Spears. Spears yeah. Framing, yeah, called Framing Britney Spears. Quite hard to find if, you, if you're not subscribed. So he's releasing that apology off the back of this documentary. And I'm just thinking to myself, so wait, what happened in the time? When, when did they break up? 2001, 2002? Yeah, yeah. Time, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, maybe yeah. almost 20 years ago yeah. you didn't think to call Britney or you didn't think to put out a statement saying actually my behaviour was disgusting yeah. yeah this was his first bit he says I've seen the messages tags and comments and that is what lends itself to what you are saying because that means that you are a crusty bitch right. because you were, <laughs> so that means like you you were never going to say never. anything right. because before when people were tagging you and cussing you out you could just block them and right. be self-righteous and, and keep it moving but because of the sheer um, number volume of people that are now tagging you and commenting and writing stories about it you can no longer ignore mm. what you should have addressed all of these years ago he says i've seen the messages tags comments and concerns and i want to respond i'm deeply sorry okay for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the po- problem where i spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right I understand that I fell short in these moments and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women and I know I failed. I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better and most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be part of and grow from. 
and that's when he says the industry is flawed. It sets men, um, especially white men, up for success. So that I read the second part of his apology, quote unquote, nice. first. So yeah, um, so yeah, the first part he actually does say, "I am deeply sorry for okay. the times in my life." So, um, but you can shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's be. very very disingenuous to very. me. Um, I just feel like whenever anybody apologizes because something's happened, then it's just it's just not sincere. And I feel like Justin especially is, I don't know, like I can smell a written for you apology, oh, yes, a mile off, and yeah. those are not his words. Um, so therefore, it automatically cannot be sincere. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if you didn't even write it, and it's obviously didn't write it. When you hear certain buzzwords about male privilege, white male privilege, and yeah, misogyny, misogyny and blah 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 automatically I'm going to assume that this didn't come from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he has, like, really contributed to, like, you know, really, really horrible things that happened to Janet Jackson. Like, he completely let her take the fall for that whole nipple gate thing. Yeah. He really, like, you know, he disappeared completely. She took the rap in every way, shape, and form. And Mm -hmm. And it was just horrific. And granted, he probably had people around him that were saying, don't speak, or blah, blah, blah. But you were complicit in the downfall of a black woman. And like because of that, Janet was unable to make money. She was unable to tour. She was yes. unable to do she a moved lot to of Dubai things. In it. Yeah, she was unable to do a lot of things because of that scandal. And it was like, if that had been shared, I feel like it would have been lesser. Yes, mm. of a punishment. But again, he was nowhere to be seen. But know? then this is the thing: like every at every point, you have written off um, the um, downfall and the suffering of women. Like you have directly right, benefited. So for misogyny and misogynoir, you mm. know the how the Jezebel complex, for instance, is kind of inflicted upon black women. So it was easy for you in that situation, especially because Janet Jackson is also older, for you to be like, oh, well, I white men are absolved of responsibility for anything that they do anyway. This is why Trump was not impeached in the second time, mm. you know, or sorry, he wasn't, you know, he was acquitted, um, he was acquitted of, of, from, you know, his second impeachment because people don't have the energy when it comes to white men. Like they can shoot up um, buildings, they can shoot up people yeah. and you can see all of the guns laid out and they've been posting pictures on freaking the internet for months and months and months mm-hmm. and people be like, oh, but they don't mean any harm until they kill everybody and it's still like, no, they don't mean any harm. Let's take them to Burger King on their way to the police station and things like that. Like, for how dangerous white men, capital W, capital M, before you start, how dangerous they, they can be to society and have been to um, society and we all have the receipts to prove it. For some reason, people are still like, no, leave them alone. But that's also part of the violence that they've constructed a society where their violence is not taken into account and they're left alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's on the spectrum, right? But this is where we find Justin. Like, you are part of this thing and I'm sure even his team would have been the ones to really say, and let's do this bit. And Because he was really doing um, Mr. Sexy Back, Mr. Trouser Snake all of them times. You, trying you, to you've gone a bit too forward. Don't you remember Crimea River? That no, was no, the we're most going damaging. Down there. No, but that was, okay. we're going to go back to Britney. But to me, like Janet's one, you use the fact that she was black and woman, right. and the fact that people hypersexualize black women generally, right. and the fact that people vilify black women generally to absolve yourself of accountability mm. when you were complicit in coming up with that whole like that whole theme. And but yeah, and you left her to it. But when it comes to Britney Spears, the way that um, people commodify virginity. You were the one that came and then took that away from her. Yeah. That shouldn't even have been a currency in the first place. But yeah. you were one of the first ones to come and be like, no, she's not a virgin. She's yeah. a whore. She's this, she's that. You like, remember the radio interview? Right? I couldn't believe that. The, I couldn't even disgusting. believe that it was a thing. They were like, have you fucked Britney Spears? And he was like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he even tried, he tried to be quiet at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Y
horrible time. Cry me a river. You yeah, put that girl in the video. Cool. You put that girl in the video because mm-hmm. you wanted us to really strongly understand that it was Britney that you were alluding to. Yeah. Right. And then the so, lyrics of the song. Right. He might as well have been going, This is Britney. <laughs> 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 he might as well have had that in the, in the background. It, honestly. She's hell. a whore. Like, honestly, it might as well have been that. I thought it was disgusting. And I, I think to kind of add some balance to it though, I think, you know, you look you can look at Justin Timberlake as like a, as an individual, but he he's not powerful enough to have pulled all of that off. Like it's a, a whole system. Mm-hmm. And to add to it as well, is like watching that documentary definitely reminds you that we have had a major change in consciousness. Like a Honestly, huge yeah. That's change. the one thing I took from the documentary. Right, yeah. because they're showing you when paparazzi used to hound yeah. Britney Spears. Watching it now, it makes you cringe. It makes your belly turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But watching it back then, it's like, why isn't she smiling? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. should smile to them, man. Yeah, yeah. You feel it like... It really has changed. Like, even just the conversations we're having now about, like, we were saying before, off air, I can't believe that grown men used to ask a teenage girl about her virginity. And it's like, <laughs> that could never run now. Like, a big, big Piers Morgan asking, like, someone that's 15, are you a virgin? Like, that could never run. <laughs> and that was happening then, like... And a man literally said, oh, there's one thing we need to talk about, your breast. Ah! Oh. He literally said that. This yeah. was like in a, some German interview or something that she did. And she wasn't, she wasn't even 18. And this is a grown man asking her this question. But this is what I'm saying when it comes to virginity. What? Like, look, look at literature. You find pieces of literature where men are just obsessed with virginity. They're just obsessed with it. Why do people love schoolgirl outfits so much? Like, we've normalised the way that... Um, we've normalized predatory behavior within our society and we say it like oh no it's just fine that a man wants a younger woman oh it's fine oh she's barely legal like you've got these whole genres in porn yes we've got the entire porn categories dedicated to just waiting for that moment where you can just deflower quote unquote this woman um, or this young person and the reality is that that's happening before they're even quote unquote legal anyway because people just feel a right to young girls and young women and people will write literature like Lolita and make it out like, oh, she's the one that seduced me with her innocence and how seductive she is in, you know, being being 15 or 14 yeah. years old. So Britney, I think that I'm different to a lot of people where I didn't like Britney at the time that she was out. I didn't like Spice Girls either. That was my, my own personal problem. <laughs> but, you know, and I think it was because the way that she had been constructed, her image had been constructed, I found really, really oppressive mm. because she, I couldn't be further removed from what Britney right. was put out to be. Right. So I, I didn't like it, yeah. basically. Oh, and and then she then went through the phase when she then became over sexy, you know, once we've moved past, oh, she's yeah. no longer a virgin. But I just think that you can't just say I was part of um, this and oh guys I'm sorry no like you basically helped the destruction of this person yeah. um, numerous people even though there are those we know and there are those that we don't know and like you say like she he's not powerful enough to pull this off himself but that is when we talk about white male privilege that's exactly what it is you as an individual might not be as powerful but you've got an entire system behind you mm-hmm. and around you that will afford you the tools to do what you need to do and not be held accountable. Right. I was going to read his um, other statement because I love Justin um, Culture Takes um, statements. <laughs> and his other statement here is, um, and I'll let you guess where this is from. I stay away from gossip as much as I can, but my family, uh, for my family, I feel it's important to address recent rumours that are hurting the people I love. 
A few weeks ago, I displayed a strong lapse in judgment, but let me be clear, nothing happened between me and my co-star. I drank way too much that night and I regret my behavior. I should have known better. This is not the example I want to set for my son. I apologize for, to my amazing wife and family for putting them through such an embarrassing situation. And I'm focused on being the best husband and father I can be. This was not that. I'm incredibly proud to be working on Palmer. Looking forward to continuing to make this movie and excited for people to see it. This one loves a statement, isn't it? Yeah, what's the statement about? Okay, so they were filming, I think they were filming in New Orleans, if I'm not um, mistaken. Um, somebody that was very, very cheeky happened to have their camera fa facing towards a balcony where um, um, he was partying with his co-star. I think she's a black woman. Yeah. Or, so they're partying and she's like sitting on his lap, facing him, grinding on him. And they look very close, like they are kissing in that video. Um, they're acting, right? No, no, this is real life. This Ooh. is real life. They're, they're, they're on set filming, but they're not filming at this point. They're out partying. So they're offset. They're on set, but they're offset. Mm -hmm. They're on, yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. They're on location, <laughs> but they're offset. Got you. Yeah. So it says here, Justin Timberlake is apologizing to wife Jessica Biel for a strong lapse, lapse in judgment after he was seen holding hands with his co-star, Alicia Wainwright. The singer broke his silence on rumors that he was cheating with a standard notes app apology on Instagram <laughs> Wednesday night, a week after raising eyebrows and making headlines for cozying up to the actor. Um, yeah. But to me, I think it's important also there that they stress that they were holding hands. I just can't believe it's called it a lapse in judgment. A lapse in judgment. Something so affectionate. Yes, that is my point. It oh. wasn't just that she was grinding on him on that balcony. You were also seen holding hands. And to me, holding hands is very intimate. Very much so. Whenever celebrities feel they need to make statements, they did that shit. Yep. They did it. <laughs> Simply yep. basically, they did that shit. Yep. It's just as simple as that. Because I would just be like, do you know what? I didn't do anything wrong. I don't owe you people anything. Let me just go back. Piss off. No matter exactly. how much you try to run yeah. the story, I'd be like, I didn't do it. So exactly. I'm not, I'm My not... wife believes me. That's all that matters. Yes. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not the, that's what they, they specified here. The Grammy winner is currently filming the upcoming drama Palmer alongside Wainwright in New Orleans. Um, during a night out with cast and crew, Timberlake was spotted holding hands with his co-star as he, she stroked his knee while sitting next to him um, on a hotel um, balcony in a handful of photos and videos. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm shocked he's still with Jessica Biel. I didn't hear about that yeah, for me a while. Too. You didn't hear, I think, yeah. I must have talked about it in the show. But yeah, it's, um, maybe I didn't. But I just, I think it's really, really interesting that that, that I love that they keep stressing holding hands because you don't hold hands with just anybody. anybody. Yeah, it's so intimate. It's one thing if you were like, oh, you know, you're sitting and you're grinding and you look like your faces are very, very close to each other. That's another thing you can be like, you're lapsing judgment, right. whatever. But holding hands is not a lapse in judgment. Mm -mm. Oh, just got caught. So I bring that up to be like, he's not just, he, his violence never stopped. <laughs> yeah, it's consistent, right? Like, yeah, but, you know, like, you did all of that like 17 mm. to 20 years ago. But even Jessica that you married, whenever you married her, you're still doing being disrespectful. You're still yeah. doing it. Definitely. Still doing it. Yeah. No, is he cancelled to you? I, he, to me personally, he's been cancelled for a long time. But you can always see when the the um, strength of the black man's blood has been taken away right. from certain yeah, people. Yeah. Because you can like, where is he music wise now? After yeah. the Love Stone album, yeah, he did that suit and tie. Twenty 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 experience. Oh, that album. But was. when he lied and said, "That's why they call you your what do they call your little booty?" Oh, what, what song is that? The, but there's a song in there and I was just like you can't be talking about Jessica because who calls her 
booty anything like okay. it was just it was just a win but yeah 2020 um experience was, oh, was incredible yeah he's, uh, to be honest all his albums yeah i will give yeah. him that um because justify that was, I played that. Just about was that song you read? Yeah, that oh. yeah, his first album. Yeah. But do you know what? I don't really credit that to him. I credit that to Timberlake and Pharrell. Timberland. The ones that, Timberland, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Pharrell, he produced Justified. Down to black men. So it's still really down to the work of black people. Literally the strength it's, of the black yeah, man's blood. So yeah. he didn't really do anything. But I mean... Like but a he's a great white, face for that. He's yeah, a great face yeah, for yeah, that. Like, like a yeah, lot exactly. of white artists, they can just dilly-dally, can, they can just do a bit of R&B. Oh, my yeah, favourite is well. Pink. Oh. My favorite is pink because let me tell you, when I was five, I believed in my heart to hearts that pink was black. At least, like, I was just like, she's biracial. She, she's I like, I if you're telling me that I'm not going to get monoracial and just very, very light skin, I'm, I'm I going for. She's just a light skin black woman. Yeah. Sure. The reason why pink will get some rating to me is because she's called it out and she's addressed it and she's been true to herself since. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ultimately, that was black fishing back in the day. We just didn't Big know. Like, we just didn't know. Yeah. And she said, like, publicly, she didn't want to do RB music. She never wanted to do it. Like, LA is so problematic to me. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched a documentary about black women in hip hop. I totally forgot what it's called. I think it's called Off the Record or something. I might have watched it. And there was three black women that were working in the industry and they were sharing their stories about people that they'd worked with. Mm-hmm. And LA Reid, um, and this is all on the dec- documentary, mm-hmm. by the way, um, literally wouldn't give her a job because she, he, um, what's the word? He, what's the word when someone like advances? Promotes? No. Basically propositioned. Oh, okay. propositioned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he propositioned her and because she didn't have it, she got sacked. And she was on the cusp of literally discovering Kanye West and wow. John Legend. She discovered them. But because she had to give up that job because she had already been um, trigger warning, mm-hmm. raped by um, the other one. What's yeah. his name? The Shh. Ellie, no, um, Russell Simmons. Yes, yes, yeah. This is all said on the documentary, by the way. Mm. She was already kind of traumatised. Yeah. So when she got another job in the industry and she was in this position again, she was like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? So I forgot why I got here. No, but you're saying like... Yeah, yeah, LA Reid is yes, exactly. So LA Reid was basically the one that said, listen, this is what we want to do. We want to create this illusion that you're mixed and... But obviously you're a white girl singing R&B that's going to help you sell. And Pink wasn't like... She went along with it because she wanted a record deal and she was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for a bit. And then I'm gonna become successful, which I guess in itself is problematic to say that you're gonna. Yeah, yeah but then that, that's a, that, those are my humble beginnings. But, yeah, you don't have R&B. much power right. in that when situation. You want a situation yeah. so badly, who knows what any of us will do? Yeah. when you're kind of that desperate, but I mean, in the end, she kind of broke free and she's like, "This is not the music I want to do." And that's mm-hmm. when she came up. She even sings about it. told me, me yeah. you'll, you'll be a rock star. <laughs> All you have to change <laughs> is everything you that's are. That's exactly what I was just about to say. That she sings about him. Sings about it, so it, this this stuff in the industry has been going on for so so long, and it's sometimes our own men that are complicit in it. Yep. But this Funny. is what I think is interesting. When have they not been complicit? And then this is when we're always saying like, sometimes I listen to some of these rooms, for instance, on Clubhouse, and they're talking about, oh, you know, it's about um, uplifting the black man so he can do this and he can do that. That that's what we need. To, some of the mm. some of the pickmeans and the rooms mm. that they create oh, is maddening. It's maddening because I'm just like, <laughs> you 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 are you are complicit in your mm-hmm. own downfall you are complicit in your own oppression because yes. this has to be a sickness because look at any of these bad boy um artists or whatever black people are there and you can say that well they're just doing their job they have to be there but when you get to the point where you can call the shots right. and these are the shots that you're calling 
I think that that's, you know, that's a major problem. And that means, but when we call out colorism, when we call out misogynoir, you say that it doesn't exist. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. why did T.I. spend so much time um, working on Iggy Azalea? Why did, you know, um, L.A. Reid spend so much time, like, constructing Pink's image? Because that means you know that black femininity sells... But, but but you want to put a lighter face on exactly. it. Yes. They and I'm glad you said that. Because yes. And they're always so specific with how they, they know exactly they know what, what to just, do. Just where to tea exactly. Just Because I feel like Iggy Azalea was literally constructed, like constructed to be... Physically, physically everything. Physically body, yeah. like everything that a black woman, quote unquote, has, but just in, in packages of white, white women yeah. kind of thing. And it backfires. It usually doesn't work because audiences can smell through... Um, things that are not authentic. Yes. yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It might be, it might get you in into the spot, but it's not going to last because it's not genuine and it's nope. not real. And these people almost always show their asses. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like just going back to what you were saying, Kleshi, about the black women that are just basically complicit in all of this bullshit. It's like, listen, I'm not even mad at the idea of uplifting people, but before we can get to the point of uplifting, we need to dismantle shit. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't just skip all the stages. <laughs> of we've, we've got this massive problem over here to upliftment. No, like, what about the accountability? I feel like accountability is the part in the middle. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So we have to dismantle those things before we could even possibly get to a place of uplift. Like, we're not there yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with holding people accountable for the things that they do because all of these things ultimately they destroy our image yes. yeah it doesn't because in order for you to uplift an icky that means it's to the detriment of a dark-skinned black woman almost yes. always yes and i just don't see how that does you any favors and i honestly think that when people are doing pick misha they think that if they <laughs> if they uplift these black men then it's going to help them to um it's going to raise their profile yeah exactly it's going to raise their profile it's going to help them see the value but uh-huh. they don't see the value in you if this is what they're doing but right. this is where they've internalized the lie they've internalized the lie that um you know we want you we just need you to be to show us right. that you know you you need to show us mm. that you're not one of them black women that's always talking down about black men so mm-hmm. if you show um, if you show us that you're a black woman that's always uplifting black men then we know that you're there too the fact is they've always known that yeah. you're there they've always known yeah. that you were there and they still choose to but. behave in this particular way and and that's what i just think it's so weird and it's great that you mentioned audrey about the accountability and skipping stages but people are going to skip um stages especially if you do therapy or you go to therapy you definitely know that you can't healing is not linear and you also know that you've got to go and um unearth some very very painful things in order to work through them Mm -hmm. so then you can get yourself to the other side and keep moving right but the thing is People are scared to unearth. People are scared to look at these things because it might mean cutting ties with people once you realise that mm-hmm. they're actually not serving you. And what people do not want to do um, is start cutting ties. And especially when we look within the black community, this is why I find that um, a lot of people are happy to not speak about the abuse that black girls are subjected to, just like the abuse trauma that black children are generally subjected to within the black community. They don't want to speak about it because it would mean having to hold people to account. And that might mean not speaking to them. Mm -hmm. And then you feel even lonelier in a world that already tells you that you're not shit in the first place. So... I get the pygmies, but I don't like them. And they come in the weirdest ways, in the weirdest forms. Like, they slip into conversations, Mm -hmm. and you don't know. Like, how do you moderate in a room? Let somebody come on stage, and it seems like they're saying one thing, and all of a sudden, they're saying something, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're very crafty. Very much so. But I think it's like, for them, it's like a way of survival, really. Yeah, Because I think, once you confront just how 
fucked up mm. this world is when it comes to you know in relation to how women are treated yeah it, i can imagine it could be mm. it could just be it could just feel too much yeah. or you, it's yeah. a lot to deal exactly. with so it's just better to just live in this dream world where yeah. the men that you are apparently you know looking for apparently are looking for you as well yeah yeah, and <laughs> yeah you could just it's just easier to be in that delusion but with 100%. with the ti and iggy thing i think when i look at that what's so offensive is aspects of know what we were talking about aspects of how her image was created specifically the black scent that she yes, did yes because yeah. you're from australia you're from yeah. australasia oh, i still and think she, she gets she should get slapped about fucking taking over land that's not there yeah. <laughs> it's like this colonization of everything do you yeah. know what i mean like it's in the blood like yeah. let's be honest I'm, I'm a like, runaway slave master. Is, can you oh. imagine? You said you're a runaway slave master. The ancestors haven't forgotten. No, she, I, 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 I personally, I think she, she needs to be slapped for the accent. <laughs> because you're right, she's from Australia. Mm. Okay, so it's like, all right, cool. You're from Australia. If you want to do hip hop, okay, cool. Mm. Why do you need to put on a different voice? A voice that you think sounds like the black voices that, that own this genre. Why yeah. do you feel like you need to put on a different voice in order to appeal to us? It's this, it's this, it's deceptive, no? Yeah. Of course it is. It's not right. It's not right at all. It's just not needed. I mean, if you want to be a white girl that raps from Australia, that in itself is like... Okay. It's normally <laughs> yeah. in itself, so yeah. why not just be yourself? I don't understand it, but again, it was... You know, I just find it interesting who was behind her because I find personally T.I. just very jarring just in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know. Also interesting to hear him say how much he regretted. Yeah. If you, if you read that. He mm-hmm. said he regretted working with Iggy so much. Like, if he could go back in time, he would have never signed her. No, yeah, because she outgrew you. Yeah. She, like, she, in terms of her personality, she outgrew him and she was able to go and do something for herself. He is used to women that never speak back to right. him like the one time that we hear of of tiny <laughs> even trying to check for next man expeditiously expeditiously go and drop the red table on your head like, like, about that. I'm waiting for their red table because have they not done one? I think they've done it. Already. He did one. That's when he did it. Isn't that when he is about this daughter? daughter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 when he was checking his daughter's high notes. They're heading back there soon, boy. That is weird. No, that's when um, Jada would have done too much. You can't have them back again no, no, because no, if no, somebody no. needs to visit the red table more than once, <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, bam, exactly. the table can't save them. The table cannot save it's them. True. Don't let them come back. It's true. Nah. If you have to show up, if you're a repeat offender, nah, nah you it's can't true. Their table talks are heavy, and they and that are. is a serious allegation. You can't and PR that away. No, so yeah. it's no. not even good for Jada's brand. No, because she's yeah. still entangled, yeah. so she doesn't <laughs> want. <to> be- <laughs> She doesn't want to be doing too much there. No, No, I look at Iggy and she, yeah, I just find her problematic. This is why I can't vibe with her. Um, When she clashed previously with, um, what's it, Azealia Banks, she's got her own issues and she says some wild shit, like really a problematic shit. But I just, when I even looked at that whole dynamic, the way that she had the energy to speak to um, Azealia, I just thought it's because no one's badded you up yeah, exactly. because people have let you ride this right. whole so way and you can talk anyhow but you're going to talk anyhow to the wrong person and but when you've got a black man popping you up you're going to feel involved yes. there you yes. are yes. this yeah. is why it always happens like you're part of the community yes like, yeah. yes and I feel like it's one of those things with Iggy it's like she didn't even re- I don't think she even knew herself just how big she would get yeah. from yeah. doing what she was doing mm. so then yeah she felt very very nice but even just on the top topic of Azealia I feel like Azealia Banks heavily contributed to um, Iggy's downfall. 
And I don't know if you guys no, I'm glad. No, and I, and yeah, I saw yeah. that and I was yeah. very happy about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't she, know if you guys remember the time. I don't think we were thinking about these things yes. at first until when Azealia called it out, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'd never even really thought about yeah. it from Your that perspective. Your mother fucking everything. Yeah, that Your mother so everything. I'm going to share this with y'all. I'm going to share this with y'all. It was. Yeah, and I even even it. the runaway slave master line, we all glossed over yeah, that. Yeah, she yeah, brought yeah. that up. I, I was like, know, yeah. I didn't know that from that interview. Yeah. So big up Azelia. I mean, I know you're going through some um, going through it. Yeah. Some some issues. Yeah. Ooh, if but you yeah, want to call it that. We need to protect cost, man. I feel like this is something we do as well in our community. We don't protect our women enough. Like it's just like people who just people just allow her to get dragged and do all kinds of things yeah this, this notion that okay someone's moving mad but that is still someone in our community and we, she needs to be protected period this is yeah this this, this that kid point. fury kid fury is really really great for that kid fury has the sick and shutting list where he's just like there comes a point where i won't contribute to people chatting mm. about you but because of just how wild you are being right now, I'm just not going to talk about you at all. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to say nothing. And and that's it. And I think that that is possible. Like yeah. I can, because to come and protect you now might look like I'm um, advocating for your wild right. behavior. Your but behavior. if I just say right. nothing, right. then, but but, pe- but we've seen this theme and we we're talking about it before when she said that, um, was it Russell Crowe, someone spat in her face mm. and, and Rizza was just like, that never happened. Only for him to then come back later and go, no, she right. wasn't. She yes. did happen. So yet again, a black man is there going like, exactly. oh, there you are throw you to the wolves you deal with it like it's 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 a madness no, like, i think it's, it's, it is a good point i just think you know when you look at it on a case-by-case basis mm. you kind of look to yourself like cool, i want to protect you azelia but you're boiling a dead cat no, no, azelia banks you boiled a dead cat oh my god no you didn't see the video i saw the video but when Tony was like oh guys please like, when we see it, I was like, whatever. So I'm trying to say, Audrey, I'm really trying to fill that statement. And I, of, of course, in essence, I get it. You have to protect black women. But what do we do? How do we protect the black, black women cats? that bowl dead cats? What, what do we do about that specific part of things? If you oh. give me some advice, I'll take it. But when she, and I was telling my sister, that was the first time I've ever commented on a celebs post. I commented and I said, Azilia, this is wrong. This is, <laughs> this is wrong. This is very yeah, she is. What was she going to do with the dead cat? I don't oh, know. God. And, then and she bought it in the kitchen. She, she bought did, it in yeah, the kitchen. And then she wanted to play Burner Boy while she was doing it. Like, yeah. why can't is, you that, just... is that where that video came from? Where she's dancing bed? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Too many things Actually, it's the same day, two different videos. The dancing one was, I think she was dancing to something different, but while she's boiling the dead cat, she's playing Jarrah by, um, you know, the one that was on Burnt and Beyonce. No, what you're not going to do is bring Africans into it. Please don't, don't. That's what you're not going to do. She's connected with the ancestors. I don't, I don't know what ancestors are. She's, look, spiritually, she's, she has no representatives. Exactly. RSPCA will lock no, off that connection. Her ancestors are like, not this case. No, no. no. Way, way too much. That machete, that oh. machete. <laughs> I always say it's the way she claps the machete with her hands. <laughs> yeah. No, she's, so... no, she's the best no. thing that came out from that day. No. It's the, honestly the best thing that this came out. This was from all that day. in 2021, isn't it? Um, it's was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, beginning of Jan. Literally, first week of Jan. Literally, first week of Jan. It's 2021. I'm, I keep telling you lot, like, so many planets are in Aquarius at the moment. We're gonna see wild times. I mean, they'll they'll move out and whatever, but yeah, there's pretty much what the sun's in Aquarius. This is in Aquarius. Saturn, Jupiter, ah, oh, every Venus went and joined them as well. Ah, oh, 
there's a lot there's a lot happening in Aquarius at the moment but I was tweeting about it the other day and I said me personally my heart is shaking and Yukari Gabrielle who um, read for me before did, she's a brilliant astrologer she did my astrological reading and she was like but collectively it's happening in your 11th house they're transiting your 11th house which is the house of community friends gifts all of that mm-hmm. so they the planets um, are moving through that for me so she was just like actually this is a great time for you. You need to ask for what you want. And I was just like, oh, wow. Now I realize the challenge is that I don't know how to say what I want out outwardly. You know, I'm so used to being like hyper self-sufficient and um, so um, independent that I don't know how to ask for help or to ask for things. And she was just like, but you, they are all there for a specific amount of time. Like this is when you literally, if you say something, you will get it. So what is it that you want? And then I was stumped. I was just like, I know what I want, but to actually write it, to say it, to ask for it, feels like a madness. So just because you hear like um, things like, oh, these planets are going to be here. What's interesting. And this is why I always encourage people to like go and figure out your chart because then so much shit in your life will make sense as to, oh, so because, so for instance, last year, 2020 the focus for me was um on home and and figuring out structures in the home that would be able to support me going forward and right. you know be the firm foundation for my career and so i noticed that obviously lockdown happened and i was at, i was physically in the home and i had to work out a routine that made sure, meant that i had better like daily habits to support um all of those um planets now moving into my 11th house um, of community because once you have a strong home dynamic you then can show up in the world and be like all right cool this is now what i want so if you can go and figure out where your houses are because it will make um a really really big difference and i feel like that's what azelia is trying to do oh, and let's she's, not give her too much credit i know like, i wanted i'm still going to protect her but look she's no, hasn't, no. she hasn't made sense since no no she hasn't made sense but i think that she's sense. just trying to figure out what's happening <laughs> for her but i just think she's looking in weird places I like mean, yeah. go and look in places that will actually help you understand yes. what is happening um in your life but yeah that that really helps me anyway to kind of have an idea of like this year is going to be mad but it doesn't actually mean that you need to internalize that it's going to be mad for everyone for you it might actually right. be sick but you actually need to go and just know where the amazingness is happening for you so you can amplify that because for instance if your bag for the next three months is um for instance um writing but you're busy just talking you're missing where you could be using right. your your strengths mm-hmm. yeah and so the, and that's what's interesting for me last year it was writing and then that's when i wrote the short story and um, this year is asking for a little bit more of that but more so focus on actually letting people be your friend i'm not good at like let, letting people be my friend or like making close groups i kind of like people from afar i'm just like you're so great like sadiq was saying i'd be like audrey's so wonderful audrey's the best did you hear what she said this week but i don't actually reach out to people i'm just here like going they're wonderful from over here so i know that i'm being encouraged to like no actually just like reach out and be friends with people yeah and if you vibes with people you vibes with them all about the vibes yeah that's what it is yeah, I think social media makes me scared of that, though, because you just never know. You never know, but I feel like, depending on the length of time, like, you follow people, I feel like there's so many people that I follow, and I'm like, if we met, I know we'll get along. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah, I follow, yeah. and just, I feel like I follow some blessed people, some yeah, really yeah. smart and genuinely funny people. I know that if we met up in the room, we'll get along. We, not, we may not be best friends, yeah, yeah, but that moment, we'll get along. Yeah. yeah. It's a select few. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. everybody, because some yeah. people are... 
but this is the thing and even when i'm like um i said to sadiq oh i think this person looks cool and you know they're following me and whatever i think that they're cool he's like no i don't like their vibes sometimes he might have seen something that you might have missed and that's like literally like oh you know no, they tweeted this and they were moving mad or they did this and it's like, okay, yeah, forget yeah. it. Yeah, no, that usually is the case because you've got such a big following now, you know, you're left, yeah, you're kind of far away everything. from the streets. So you're yeah. seeing the gist. Yes. Yeah. So I'm seeing the, the microgist. Yeah, no, 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 seriously, seriously. And I have, I'm the sort of tweeter that where it's like, I'm having the I'm having a longer conversation or a bigger conversation offline. Yes. So if you see right. my DMs, <laughs> yeah. that's that's how I really feel. That's yeah, what I'm gonna say. Yeah. yeah, and that's the best way to keep it. Don't 100%. don't put all of those thoughts and don't put all of that. All it's of not that. everything you need. Yeah, it's not there you are. But that's what you've been telling me a lot. Actually, you're just like you're way too accessible. You're just way too accessible. I keep those conversations like, private. Yeah, because yeah. I have a thought and I'm like, oh, let me just tell no, the timeline. No. Why he's like, no, yeah, no. I'm like that as well. Like, right. so I, I, I tried, and it's such a shame. I want to just say everything all of the time. Yeah. But I've noticed that when the because when the blogs pick up my stuff, and I think it's such a violation when they don't ask you to yes. take your tweets yeah. and just put it out there because at the end of the day, and this is something that Tolly says all the time, and it's so true. When they take your stuff. The people that follow you know the context. The context, yes. So sometimes there'll be a topic on the timeline. Everybody's talking about it, but they've specifically targeted you to go repost your thing for a bunch of people that don't follow you, Mm -hmm. don't know the context, that just want to just chat shit. And then they're just censoring your opinion. Exactly, exactly. And they're censoring your opinion. And then all these people are like coming at you. And now they're basically like galvanizing all the the trolls that come on your page. And it really is a horrible cycle. So even now on Twitter, I used to say my opinions bears like mm. bears and i try not to anymore because it's just like i just don't want it to get reposted somewhere yeah which i yeah. totally get i think and you, need so to start, you need to start sending some c and d's though because cardi b did that NDAs? The yeah oh NDAs, that's non-disclosure oh you might see some season season season. Yeah. 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 because cardi b did that with the shade room yeah. like even if it's positive stuff don't post me <laughs> don't don't post me like fam don't post me and i totally get it and i feel like out your mouth exactly i only had to tell them about themselves the other day plenty of times it's jarring because it's not good for mental health like if you want to know something about me you will come to my platform right. like she always says i'm not going to put everything out here you yeah. can come listen to my podcast exactly. yeah, do you know what i mean come here because i'm going to give you the holistic picture yes. of what right. i'm talking about if you go to my instagram you're going to get a full version going on the blogs you're not getting a full picture of yeah what no, you're right saying. context is everything and just it's off so the back annoying. yeah just off the back of what you were saying about Ohlone. so cardi b's video up came up mm-hmm. um and just came to play yeah and then Ohlone tweets what did Ohlone tweet she broke men. Something, yeah, something about broke men. Don't deserve broke boys don't deserve no pussy. pussy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is a line from, from the, the song. song. Yeah, right. Any any of us who are just on the timeline, you know, buddy, these videos just come out. You're gonna know that. Right. Shay Burra take her tweet now. Oh, look at what Aloni's saying. Guys, thoughts, thoughts. That's yeah. how you know it's ran by a dude. Yeah, that's how you know, you it's, know it's ran yeah. by a dude. There was like loads of rooms after it, and then there was like people that have not got the range. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna call it for what it is because some people just do not. Yeah, I don't always have the range on a lot of things. Fine. People opened a room and they were talking about sex workers. People that were not qualified to be talking about sex workers, and I'm just like, you see, this is the trickle down effect. Yes, yes, yes. happened. Yes, because now people have opened rooms off the back of that because it was completely taken out of context mm-hmm. and. It's, and it's just it's just insane so yeah people open up rooms and talking all kinds of mess about things that they've got no business speaking on off of the back of a off, lyric off the back of a lyric and Aloni specified that it was a lyric as well she, she didn't need to she didn't need to but even after but now that I've come back and I've said to you lot guys 
It's the lyrics, so it's the song lyrics. So it why be, it's done? It should be done. After yeah. That. And the issue is none of them have a problem with Cardi B saying it, but when Aloni says it, it's a problem. Yes. Like, so the colorism. Right. Yes, it's, it's it colorism, and it's like, ooh, so so Aloni, why do you deserve? Why do you deserve a man money? But that's the issue because then it starts being a case of, but you're ugly, but you're this, but you're that. Then you start putting my personal desirability mm. or the, uh, perceived desirability into the mix, and then people then come to attack. Like you say, right. they're now galvanized to come and be like, oh, let me tell you all the ways that I don't think that right. you have any right to be saying any of this if you're not broke then i wasn't talking to exactly. you like, <laughs> like and, the thing, right. and the thing is if you are quote unquote broke as to how you might be experiencing that and you're getting pussy then you should leave me alone exactly. like it also doesn't apply to you but i look at things and i'm just like like you say if you don't apply let it fly but people will not people will be oh, like no right. i need to say something here they because i just need to express mm-hmm. my hatred of women generally yes. darker skinned women generally yes. i'm gonna let you know today that i don't like you right. and this is part of the issue like when um all the stuff was happening about the um maternal mortality mm. um documentary and then because of how it's being framed i know that genuinely it was positive i guess in the manner that they tried to be these places were posting me but it just meant that people were dming me going but you're ugly so you that's why you hate on such and such because you're ugly and they were i wouldn't want to see you on my tv screen i would pit of hell <laughs> <laughs> what did i do to you but i understand how you got here because you were given one side of the conversation i don't care about this whole shit like i really really don't not to the extent that you think i do Mm -hmm. but i'm going to say something that's blatantly obvious that this is why this is happening so it's it's really upsetting when those kind of things happen and you feel like there's no way really for you to protect yourself that's why i'm glad that we have podcasts that we can Mm. just be like this is right. what I this would is what happened. This is this is the persp- exactly like if you want to know what I really think about it, just come to my podcast. Because but even then, they take sound bites. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> even then, like they you'll, you'll take a sound bite yeah, yeah. out of context, and like, then it's enough of drama. Like, and you're spending all your time explaining true, to people. True. No, this is what I meant. But and what's interesting is that in all of this, it still comes down to laziness, and mm. people are so. Um, so addicted now to instant gratification and that kind of like microwave culture where they don't actually want to go out and find the information for themselves. They yeah. will just go off the little snippet that they've been given mm-hmm. and they're going to run with it. But when you go, you know, you could actually listen to, for instance, the podcast and get the full, yeah. or you could go and read the entire thread and get yeah. the full thing right. of what I'm saying. No, I don't want to do that because I'm happy just making yeah. all of my assumptions exactly. off this. Basis. Yeah, and that's what is, I think that's the, the, the term um, snapshot journalism. Because mm-hmm. now, yeah. even when you think about it now, we see headlines, we don't read the article. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Twitter even asks yeah. you now, like, do you want to read <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. Twitter has to remind because Twitter's, Twitter's yeah. clock that yeah. everyone's just spreading this information. Yeah. Like, we don't read the article, and then uh, what, we, what we will now quote we will be based on the headline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so dangerous, man. And it's, it's a madness, and it's not fair because, like Aloni was um, saying, like, the people who are affected by it are the ones that you already have kind of um, categorized as lower down in this um, whole dynamic. But um, talking of that, then um, it's brilliant to tell you that what you should be doing is to join BetterHelp because (laughs) that is our, uh, you know, second sponsor for this week. Um, BetterHelp, better H-E-L-P, not better health, better help, better H-E-L-P. 
is fantastic. So if there's something that is interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals or stopping you from reading full tweet threads and listening to things in their entirety, um, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available um, to you. The service is available to clients worldwide, and you can log in from your account anytime and send a message to your counsellor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room with everyone staring up in your face. Uh, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counsellors if needed. So if you're not feeling their vibes, you just change it like Randall did on This Is Us. Um, it's more affordable than traditional offline counselling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living your happier life today so you don't start reacting to things that you see on um, gossip pages. Visit their website and read their testimonials um, and basically get your life. So visit betterhelp.com forward slash your mind that's better h-e-l-p.com forward slash your mind and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional in fact so many people have been using better help that they're now recruiting additional counselors um i think they're mainly recruiting in the 50 states of america but you know holler at them um so this podcast is sponsored by better help and say your mind listeners get 10 percent off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash your mind. So go and get into that, I guess. Yeah, that was a brilliant segue. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are a proper advertiser now, aren't you? No, you know, I want to be better. Really? Mm-hmm. I love BetterHelp. Yeah. Yeah, like I just think it's convenient to be able to message them. Yeah, exactly. Like I message my therapist all the time. Yeah. So a session is just a, your, your no, 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 oh, no. You have your official you also message as well, yeah. which is really nice. Oh, okay. So you can have a session via message if you want it. But why would you want to have a session yeah. by a message? This is where you need to address your Pisces energy. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just nice to not have to like... It's really awesome. Like, <laughs> this. Because if the, I would sign up straight away, you could just text someone, do you know what? I'm feeling a bit down. Yeah, but... And, then, and they'll talk to you. And they they'll talk to you. Yeah, they'll talk to you. You're right. That's nice. No, but they still then want to have a phone session yeah, or video session with you. That's what you're paying for, your subscription. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to be getting my money's worth. <laughs> No, no, no. Do like, you want to schedule a call, No, no, no. I might, I mean, yeah, I might, I might do that. No, you should really, really try it out. I think what I like about it is the ease of it. I um, always feel a bit somehow when I want to text my um, current therapist out of hours. Like, so if we don't have a session, I always feel odd about like messaging her. But she'll message me. Like, she sends me random things on WhatsApp. Um, like that she knows that will help me and stuff that you know if we've talked about something she'll send me a link or whatever but I just always feel odd about like messaging her whereas on better help I know that I can just text I can just mm. send a text in the in the thing and you can add a pin as well so nobody can just like log into your account and start reading your your information yeah. and they can also they send you like worksheets as well through the app yeah. so like if you've been saying oh I want to work on um just be more um, assertive in terms of how I, you know, get know my work and whatever. Then they'll send you worksheets to do, and it will uh, alert them when you've done the worksheets. Hmm. It's really, really That's good. It's it like, quite well. yeah. And I know that a few listeners um, have joined on it, and I think it's sick. Like, if I don't like a particular thing, I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, check it out. But better help. <laughs> See <say> that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
if I just think it's genuinely decent, I'd be like, Mm-mm, yeah, yeah. But no, in terms of better help, it's actually a vibe. It's yeah, actually it a vibe. That um, gone. Cosine. Yeah. <laughs> so then, finally, then this is like the the saddest one. So straw of the week, aka suck your mum, goes out to the um, fire station that um, that Jaden was working at. That really knocked me because I just thought, wow, because you sent me that. Yeah, I did. I sent you that, didn't I? Yeah, it was a couple of days ago. Whoa. Um, it was yeah, just 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 quite sad, and I think even more so. Well, you have the article. Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing yeah. it up now. Um, just when we kind of look at how it all happened, and then like I feel like there's always signs with these things, and people just ignore them, and you can yeah. tell they weren't looking after him properly. They weren't managing him correctly. What in terms of the place that he was working? Yes, but they didn't want to look after him. And where, where, where was this in terms of location? I used to look Wimb- at- is it in Wembley? Wembley. Wembley. Yeah, so Wembley. Wow. I think it was Wembley Fire Station. So now we're at the inquiry um, inquiry stage, right? So that is why we're getting all of this information because it's finally like out in um, the open. Um, and that's, yeah, that's to me why I just think it's a problem because this has been happening. This has happened. And now we're discussing it. You found it. Okay, mm-hmm. you show sure? up. Um, and it says here, um, the, mon- the mother of a London firefighter says she believes her son took his own life. I should actually say that. I'll add it in the um, title, trigger warning, um, to discussing, um, you know, taking one's own life. I know that we generally call it suicide, but actually that is the criminal, what's it, the criminal term for taking one's own life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so the mother of a London firefighter says um, she believes her son took his own life because he was being bullied and a victim of racism. Jaden Francois Esprit uh, was found hanged at his home in Wapping, East London, three weeks after his 21st birthday. He had been training to be a firefighter at Wembley Station, where his mother, Linda Francois, um, says he was singled out for being the only person of colour. She said that things had got so bad for her son that he asked her not to bring him home-cooked Caribbean food because he felt uncomfortable about, um, about it talking about it to colleagues. Miss Francois told the inquest that um, he felt he was being unfavorably singled out because he's an ethnic minority. Jaden applied for a transfer, but because he was still in training, he was told that he would have to wait eight months. He complained to his mother about being treated unfairly and being made to carry out tasks that were not assigned to him. Miss Francois said he hated working at Wembley and accused his crew manager of bullying him. As a family, we believe Jaden had every intention to go to work on August 26th. He prepared his uniform. Perhaps the thought of sticking it out for another eight months was unbearable. I don't think he knew calling in sick was an option. The anxiety got too much and he couldn't face going back even for one more day. Miss Francois described her son as practical and confident and that he wanted to feel worthy. She said that they had conversations about race and the police death of George Floyd. The inquest heard Jaden, who was part of the Wembley Greenwatch, raise issues to his family of going to work and sleeping through um, most of his shifts due to there being nothing to do. Um, his sister Kalila had been um, due to meet him on August 20th, uh, August 20th, six days before he died. She said he had not enjoyed working on Wembley's Greenwatch and echoed her mother's comments, saying Jaden told her his colleagues make comments about me. Um, on one occasion, he overheard a conversation about 
getting robbed by five black men. Jaden told her that he had asked why they felt the need to mention race. Station commander Daniel Johnson said his interactions with Jaden had been limited, but he had spoken to him during a probation meeting in July. He said he was exactly where I expected him to be. He was doing well from what I've seen. He said everything was fine. He, um, he's quite a, um, he's a quiet spoken guy, very polite, smiling a lot. When asked by Miss Hassel whether he had um, concerns about Mr. Francois Esprit's personal well-being, he said, none at all. On claims that Mr. Francois Esprit was uh, being um, picked on at the station, Mr. Johnson said, I've never heard of any incidents of him being picked on, bullied or singled out. Everything I'd seen gave me the indication that the watch is well run and well managed and bonds well together. Firefighter Ben Robinson told the inquest when asked about Mr. Francois Esprit uh, being singled out for his age or race. He says, I didn't notice that at all. When asked whether he saw any signs of bullying, he added, 100% no, he was never excluded. He was 100% part of the team. His family have set, up, have set up a fundraiser in his memory to help raise money to start a charity to help prevent suicide and depression. The inquest continues. Whenever they say... <sighs> You come into my mic. <clears throat> Whenever they say that 100% didn't happen, it happened. <laughs> it's right. literally... How do you quantify? Right. So if, if it did happen, were you going to come and say 89.5% of the time right. you know, <laughs> there, that didn't happen? What tally are you keeping? Right. Show me your pie chart. Show me your pie chart of racism. You come and tell me how all of that breaks down. I just think like... So firstly, um, the... Um, the the main guy that they spoke to of the fire service that, that that said he spoke to him at his probation meeting and that Ben Robinson, all of you can go suck your mothers through yes. a fire hose, um, through a fire hose. That's what I would like. Not even through a straw. Suck your mothers through a fire hose, you fucking demons. Because, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And that is what, you can see how people close ranks when things happen like this, whether it's the fire service, whether it's the police, like, you bully these people to the extent that they either leave and they, they're suffering from PTSD or they take their own life and then you all turn around because they're no longer here to tell their side of the story and you go, yeah, well, no, that never happened. I didn't see that at all. How can you even say, Ben, that he definitely 100% no, did never, never ever got bullied, it never happened. Were you with him 100% of the time? No. no. And that sounds to me like you were probably part of the bullying. Oh, if yeah. you are saying that, oh, well, it was 100%. Mm. No. Um, it's smelly. It's horrible. It's very. And there's never any, when, when we bring up the top, topic about racism, there's never any curiosity from these white people. There's never any like, oh, actually, now that you've said that, now that you've asked me that, maybe that could be a thing. Yeah. They're saying 100% no. It's always 100% no. Yeah. There you are. And do you know what's so extra sad about this is the job he was doing is already traumatic enough. Oh! Do you know talking, what I mean? I feel talking. like that's another level of like, you're already going in to do a job where potentially you could see like dead bodies and all, and all sorts of things. But now you've got to deal with what is, what is really problematic is like what is considered sort of like office banter. Yes. At the expense of like the one black or brown person in the room. And it's like, no, my existence is not your banter. No. Do you know perfect. what I mean? I'm not here to be the butt of the joke. And like, I feel like sometimes like, and I can imagine for Jaden, rest his soul, like, he probably internalised so much. I can imagine in the beginning it was like, you know, laughing along because you don't want to be that person that's sensitive because then you get accused of playing the race card. Yeah. It's just like, you actually can't win. It's like this just horrible cycle. And yeah, that's what's so problematic to me, just the fact that you're like, why would you pile on someone already doing a job? You know what it's like. We do the same job. 
so traumatic it's so hard they do say that being a firefighter is one of the hardest jobs yeah, you yeah, can yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so here you everything. come thinking that you can add on a bit of racism and thinking that's going to be okay and the person won't break it's funny yeah yeah no it's what absolutely mad it's mad it's 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 disgusting to me that he's he was 21 do you not just do you understand he was that 21 a he's a baby and and that is what it came to and what broke me when i read it was more so that he'd even prepared his uniform for the next day do you know like how low you have to kind of get within yourself with everything that's happening for you to go through the motions of preparing everything and actually be like you know what i actually can't i cannot do it anymore i can't do it again no i'm not doing it that that says a lot that 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 kind of refl- like shows us the conflict that he was in internally as well where he wants to carry on but physically cannot do it mentally cannot emotionally cannot do it anymore because of these stupid violent racist motherfuckers like little things like we say little things but little things like asking his mum not to bring him any food mm. anymore and any food that will make it clear again that he's different to the rest of the team that that bothers me because it was like when i was saying that i said on the show jollof worms when my mum took jollof rice to work and one of her white colleagues was just like oh do, is it worms in there did you bring worms are you a in fucking idiot? how about that are you a fucking idiot and i made sure i wanted that episode to get to the colleagues and for all of them to play it amongst each other because my mum's not the one that you try that with and as, mm-hmm. as kind of like strong-willed as my mum is when she was retelling the story to me or telling me about that experience I could see how distressed she was by it and how humiliated she felt by it. And she didn't really want to be going into words like that in a professional setting. So she was just like, no, it's not worms. It's jollof rice. And he's just like, oh, and she was like, why would I bring worms into work? He's like, oh no, no, because some people use it for fishing and stuff. So I don't. So you don't bring it into work to eat. You fucking worms. You live in this England, you know damn well what a worm looks like. Okay, So stop being like intellectually just stupid. And you know what? All those motherfuckers that, you know, they, can come into the press and say a hundred percent it didn't happen they know what happened yes. yeah anybody who said anything remotely out of pocket you've got blood on your hands yes yes and I, and I love that you mentioned that because actually what's what's brilliant in inverted commas about things like this when they happen is that white people never need to mobilize they never need to go to and speak to themselves and say okay let's make sure we say this yeah. they all know exactly yeah, yeah. what to exactly. say yeah. to deny exactly. yeah. any hint of and they don't need to come together and talk they're like no nobody bullied him they will they know exactly what to deny yes but then but, but, when, but so when we talk about the reality of racism when we talk about the reality of white supremacy of whiteness as a construct and uh, and as a um very very um advanced mechanism of just tyranny when we talk about that people are like no that's not the case i'm a white person and i'm you're a liar because <laughs> you're a liar because even without ever seeing each other when this is brought up to you all of you instantly know what to say like band you say to, to band together because and that just goes to show you the very pervasive nature of whiteness mm. that you don't have to have ever had a full-on zoom call to um, corroborate <laughs> each other's story you know that when it's against somebody who's non-white you know exactly right. what to say yeah. and it's just to deny 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 and i see like you know, people don't want to talk about it too much. But when I look at Grenfell and we were even talking about the rea- response times um, and things like that, I know that that came up in the um, inquest. I just think 
this is the racism that Jaden faced is the same racism that meant that people aren't responding that quickly when you hear that oh it's a block of council flats that's on fire like yeah we'll get them we'll go in and try to save lives but the actual system means that you don't even see them as that much of a priority this is everything happens on the spectrum but this shows you that it's all part of the same thing like I I just can't get over the fact that he's 21 and for me I also, I always say like, to me, racism is psychological warfare. It's like you say, Audrey, that you're trapped, right? If I speak out on it, I'm playing the race card. If I don't speak out on it, my soul is destroyed every single moment that I'm breathing. So I've got to make a choice. Do I speak out or or not? Um, and I think it was Zora Neale Hurston that said that, you know, that you have to say something because otherwise when you die, they'll... they'll they'll piss on you and say that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Like you have to be she the one. She actually said that in the book. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you have to, you have to say something. And that's why I don't mind um, saying the things I say on Insta stories and things like that. Like you don't, if you don't like me, you can unfollow, you can cuss or whatever and block, but I'm going to keep saying something because you're not going to come later on and say that nothing was ever, nothing was ever said. Like what, you know, it's, I hate it. I hate it. And jealousy is also a part of it. Mm. Yeah. Jaden was a cute guy. Yeah was a cute guy and oftentimes when white men are around black men whether they be lighter skinned whether they be um, dark skinned when they are around black men you see the jealousy jump out jump out so irrational as well very irrational like you you Mm. can be talking about oh you know i'm really glad to be part of the team guys really glad that i can be here um to be the interior um lead interior designer oh bet you are you're going to use your dick as a paintbrush (laughs) (laughs) that was perfect literally it always comes down to your dick and you're so strong, you're tough, innit? You're, you're hard. Like, you're, you're not gonna be like, like, beast. Yeah, all mm. them words there, like, all those buzzwords that they use, like, that just infer jealousy. It's just like, just. Just say what it is. You see yes. in football, he's a very yeah. strong player. He's so mm. powerful, but you'll never call him an intelligent player never. because a black football player could never be intelligent. Yes. You can only be beastly. Be, yeah. You'll yeah. just be beastly and strong. That's, that's it, fast. You, they'll always break it down to physical attributes. Mm. But when they talk about their white players, it's, oh, you know, he's so calculated. He's really he's strategic. One. He always thinks about where he's going to place the ball. He's <laughs> always <laughs> working <laughs> it out. <laughs> he's always working it out. But <laughs> when, when it's you, it's just, oh, yeah, you know, he's a strong one. He's mm. powerful. He's got a powerful leg on him, powerful. that one. <laughs> like, so well, you see it but like what gets me is like I'm saying like they always reduce black men to their dicks if they hear that their white sister their white friend is um, seeing a black guy was it what, who, what video was it where a white guy was cussing his partner it was a very abusive relationship and he was calling her a whore that likes black dick like they but I, I don't think it was a video. <laughs> I, I, I remember one specific one. It's actually Rochelle's sister, sister Sophie. Yes. Maybe that's the one I'm but talking about. Video, was yeah. it a video though? It was something he's. I can't screenshots. Remember, like, screenshots of like basically asking her because someone, I can't remember where I heard this, but someone said that white men want to know if black white women have had sex with yes, black men. Well. Yeah. And black men want to know numbers. Yes. yes. Yeah, and I think that that's very true. Yes, yes. it is always yes. true, and, yes. it, and it showed. And I'm glad you said that because it showed mm. itself in the conversation. Where just really quickly, so Sophie is Rochelle's sister. Sophie was on Love Island. Yes, she ended up with a guy called Connor. Connor had an, a white ex girlfriend. Yes, who slept with a black dude. Yes. He found out. Mm. He berated her. Oh, wow. her. He said, "You make me fucking sick. Mm. Oh, how wow. can how the fuck can you sleep with a black guy? Even the thought of it is just literally making me yeah, sick." Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, "You don't even care that she cheated." It's because, because it's about because oh, they don't like oh, you said they don't. It's not about 
numbers. I don't yeah. hear about them going, oh, no, no, no. Have you know? sat with a black guy? Yeah. yeah. And, it's, yeah, and, it's, and it's the Asian community as well. We'll be, we'll be yeah, honest yeah, about yeah, it as well. Yeah. A lot of... A lot of the anti-blackness yeah. is jumping. Yeah. Jumping, jumping. When they find out that their women deal with black men, it's like you are written Yeah, you're written off. Yeah. Like that is you've been defiled in the in the biggest yeah. way. That's how exactly. they see it. Yeah. And that's what I you see it play out in situations like this, like Jaden's by no means like, you know, what you'd um, say is conventionally unattractive. Like he's very, you know, he's a very, very good looking Mm. boy um, or young man. And they see something like that. All of their bias comes to the fore, Mm. all of that jealousy, all of that envy, plus the racism that Mm -hmm. that is spurring it Mm -hmm. all. And they just go at him. They just go at him until the point that... And you have to think of how much they must do to somebody to get to that point where they break yeah. him. And it's the archetype or the stereotype that they have of black men that's the problem, where they, like you say, beastly, they're powerful, they're strong. They just take it. So, right, but we've just seen here that they've said that Jaden is a quietly spoken person. So right. that means that he was probably very... For him to say to his mum, don't bring me food, it means that he was a very kind of yeah. shy, yeah. very... Would yeah. rather not talk about him. Yeah, yeah. mild-mannered yeah. person. Yeah. And they're giving him the aggression that they were thinking of who they perceive him to be this big black beast and him being 21 I think that's so important as well because at that age we still don't really understand like we can have all the tools and stuff but we still don't really understand racism and stuff like that like he probably hasn't really experienced it right so he's probably gone from school to college and I don't know if he went to uni or whatever whatever training this is probably his first job Mm -hmm. and that's just so like that's a lot for one person to handle yeah it's just a lot Mm -hmm. so he's probably just the shock of it all as well like you probably you hear about these things but until it actually happens to you as well it's a whole different like ball game when you're in it and, and it's so like physical and it's so violent like I can imagine like the anxiety that he must have faced just being in like the common room or the staff room, whatever it is, and just hearing that constant like the idea of just being the butt of the joke all the time. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a lot for a yeah, twenty-one-year-old. It, it can take yeah. its toll. It can, it's it's horrible. Definitely, you've all got blood on your hands. They have, and every and that, or every single one of them, everyone that's covering up, everyone that took part, even if you were in the room when the jokes were being made, quote unquote jokes, and you said nothing, all mm. the bullying that was happening, even if you were there and you're like, well, I actually didn't say anything, yeah, but you didn't say anything. That's right. the point. You, either way, yeah, either way, you didn't, and so you two can go suck your mothers, and you know, hellfire. That is one fire that you won't be able to fight. And that is eternal. And that is what's going... That's where all of you are going. There is nothing you can do in this life that's going to make up, that's going to redeem you of what you have all collectively contributed to in this young man taking his life. I just think that it's absolutely wild. You know, when we look at um, slavery accounts, you know, like um, diaries and things that were written and, and documents and stuff, one of the main punishments for black men was that they would cut their dicks off, they would cut their penis off. And so that goes like the the obsession mm-hmm. that white men have with black men and just blackness generally, but specifically the masculinity of black men. That's why they ran a whole campaign for centuries about what the black man is and hypersexualizing the black man so much so that white women go seeking it out, not just white women, but white people go seeking it out. Like, yeah, oh, I've never been with a black guy before. Like, it's going to be this whole roller coaster experience. And meanwhile, then you date a black guy and he's an everyday human. You're like, no, no, this isn't what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I was expecting you to, like, swing from the chandeliers. What's going on, you know? Um, So it's just, it's heartbreaking. I just think that the, when we talk about um, 
hypermasculinity. We're not talking about masculinity. We're talking about hypermasculinity that is inflicted upon black men and the stereotypes created about them. These, this is simply one of the manifestations of that, that people will just go at you in any environment um, and think that it's okay because they've, they've got this deep-rooted jealousy and envy and hatred mm. of you. And Jaden is a very, very light-skinned guy, mm. you know? And so that goes to show again, like, he's receiving this abuse um, and I just wonder what happens when you are darker and darker and darker and darker. Like, what, how that... And a woman, imagine. And a woman on top of that. The, it's, it's very, very real, but you, you won't sleep well. None of you will ever sleep again. I never. Never sleep again. You might as well go and do 24-hour watch because you, <laughs> don't, you won't have any sleep find you. It's a madness. But that's pretty much that, I guess. Mm. We said all of the things. I wanted to exit with two things you guys go on one a joke <laughs> and then two an acapella version of the introduction song oh yes please i'm ready i'm ready joke 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 i'm gonna get a joke live and direct oh my god so the joke is why couldn't 10 um no that's wrong sorry <laughs> that's my best part <laughs> that's my okay. no go for it so why couldn't nine ants rent an apartment because there weren't tenants. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, can I just say something here? Just as a rule, you're never meant to guess the joke. Even if you knew the joke, you let her tell you the oh joke. Oh my God, is that the, you is that the I didn't want to say, thanks to Dean. Oh, oh, it's cool. No, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have to go hold my mic. Okay, I'll tell you another one. Yes, I know. This time I wouldn't say it. Sorry, you just did the disappointment in her face. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to drop it. Like you're so smart. Um, no, okay, go on, go on. I'm gonna keep quiet. Though. I haven't already like said, but they might not have heard all of them. So okay, so I'm gonna repeat one that I I put. You have to tell the duck joke. Let me just tell the duck joke. Yeah, let me just tell the duck joke. Yeah, because okay, so the duck walks into a bar, right? And have you heard it? No. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so> fresh <laughs> meat, fresh blood. I've even heard the last one. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> A duck walks into a bar and he says to the landlord, have you got any bread? So the landlord says, no, we don't sell bread, this is a pub. So the next day the duck comes back. So the next day the duck comes back again and he says, have you got any bread? And the landlord says, no duck, we don't have any bread. So the next day the duck comes back again and he says, have you got any bread? And the landlord says, no, we don't have bread here, this is a pub, we've got beer and peanuts. Then the next day the, the duck comes back again and he says, have you got any bread? And the landlord says... No, duck. Listen here. We don't have any fucking bread. And if you come back again, I'm going to nail your beak down to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, the duck comes back and he goes, have you got any nails? And then the landlord's like, why the hell would I have nails? And he's like, well, have you got any bread then? <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> really, really good. I did not expect that. <laughs> Joke of all time. I love that joke because don't ever come at me with energy that like you're gonna do me something. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Facts. Well, I probably thought she was gonna do the whole. Or should I rap? Should I rap to light in the mood? Not that. Speaking so Fine, fair enough. Joke. I love that joke. Whenever I hear the duck joke, it's like the first time. Honestly, well, now I want to hear your joke. voice. Now I want to hear okay, how well so you I sing. Wanna sing the, I'm gonna do uh, a cappella version of the of the introduction. Okay. Okay. Do you need any backing? Do you need any? I mean, you can chime in if you want to okay. do some ad libs cool. and stuff. Okay. Okay. Do you know right. the lines though? I'm sure you tend to not know the lines. I'm going to slow it down. Okay, no, you don't. Okay, okay let me. <laughs> you just, you just ad lib here and there. Okay. 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 Ready. <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. 
It's the band's Panani Holiness, baby boys, baby girls, it's time to hear this. <laughs> sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the team, we got to sip Hot down, scolding for your long truth. Oh. You might learn something you never know. Collection's fine, and she's one of a kind. Oh, say your mind, say your mind. That was amazing. Well Top done. Tier. Impressive. Top tier. Impressive. That was the perfect That's acapella. Such a vibe. Like, it's the only podcast I listen to I don't skip the intro. <laughs> no, I literally <laughs> love it. Such whilst, a vibe. whilst we've got you here, can you do a Sally and HR impression? Just can you, can you give us a bit of that? Um, hi there, hi there. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sally here. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. I like her. <laughs> you, you and B can do these things. You and your sister have really we, got we this. Can, like, we can, like, really like, really like, can do the young impression as well. Yeah, you're really good at accents. I used to be obsessed with her video, and that, yeah. that was the time when she could put the face on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. she was so good. Yeah, my the favorite Boris one. one. I'm just deactivating her account because she's taking a social media break. But my favorite one is that she did of like um, a school. Call it like parents' evening, yes, with all the different parents. That's my favorite video, that yes. Indeed. I think I liked her love and hip hop ones, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was it. One that was point. That was so oh my point. god, yeah. The parents' yeah. evening one banged as well. I love the Boris one, yeah. It's Boris like, is good. Oh, no. good. She's yeah. incredible, but that's us. I'm so now this, this is everything I hoped it would be and more. Oh, like, I you have to come it. back. Yes. Well, I'm gonna have back, you know, yes, make sure you do. I just we just shout again when the book is out, so yeah, the book is out July 21st, 2021. Pre-order it though, so you can yeah. please pre-order it on Amazon. So yeah, yeah, go and get the book, keep the receipts. Like, you, you have to support the ting, and it's great to kind of hear what um, you know, black women and women of color writing about their own experiences, mm. and you know, making space and carving out space for themselves to have discussions about relationships and love and our experiences in life. So I'm we'll looking just forward talk. to reading. Yeah, yeah I'm really yeah. looking forward to really, really reading it. Like I know that you're just a don. Um, but thank you, Audrey. Like, thank you so I, much. I know that you'll be back anyway. Oh, but just, but just, really just, just, me. I just don't know. I know. <laughs> 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 she knows where you are. No, I, I would, I would love that. I don't even have to talk. I can just sit in the background and listen. I would love it. You like, are guys, a vibe. I've got a duck joke. I've got a duck joke, guys. <laughs> got a joke. No, you are a proper, proper vibe, and that's no, like honestly, the biggest compliment. It. Thank yeah, you so much. Like, like you guys are everything. <laughs> I love the podcast. Like, I loved it before. I love it even more than Sadiq's here. Oh, thank you. It's everything. So thank you for having me. No, no, thank you for coming through. And um, for everyone who wants to send the letters through, you can send it to sym at kalechiokapur.com. Um, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I'll release April one-to-one tarot reading um, booking slots on the website. Um, I'll release that sometime soon remember remember that there's no episode next week I was really tempted to just drop the interview I did with Kane Day Andrews only for next week but I know I have to like add context around it so instead it's just going to come out on the 28th you know with the um, next episode after that so enjoy your week of no SYM I guess um, but yeah I've been Kalechi Opa for and me Sadiq and it's your girl Audrey, formerly known as Ghana's Finest. Oi! <laughs> and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right. Suck your mind. Thank you. It's the Ben's Punani womanist. Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea. We are gonna sip it, yo. 
heart and scowling for your long truths You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you're mine, say you're mine